now, introducing the man who decided he's going to become a fisherman but insists it won't be the, quote, pansy fishing rod nonsense, unquote, but instead what he says was his grandpappy's method of, quote, coating your hands in peanut butter, sticking them in the muck, and praying that it's only a fish, unquote. After successfully cashing out on a bet from Jeremy Kahn for the first time last night, he's bought walkie-talkies to ensure that he has a direct line of communication at all times for future bets, and also because, quote, it's the easiest and most efficient way for us to say goodnight to each other, unquote. He is Glenn Kaur. We got those plastic cups and that string for a reason. Uh, That's the strategy now moving forward. I only bet on Mondays. And it's only after I specifically ask Jeremy wh- how I should bet should which really of his Really set the tone picks. for the week, you know? Correct. That's <laughs> the only thing I'm going to do in terms of betting. The rest of the week, he's going to continue to post his picks at PressBoxOnline.com. You do what you want with it, but I'll screw it up. So I need him to hold my hand. Or just and join us daily. It, it might be where we get to <laughs> it at some point. I'm not sure how we're going to go with all of this. Uh, but uh, he did. That uh, That Wizards over was a massive winner. Who knew, right? That defense doesn't exist in those massive games. Massive huh? winner last night, and I played it a couple of different ways because of Jeremy, so, so I have that a question. was pleasant. Is Russell Westbrook's mm-hmm. stat line a product of Russell Westbrook still being really good or there just being no defense in that game? Uh, probably a combination of both things. I think Russell Westbrook is still good. He like, had like 20-some assists, yeah, 20-some exactly rebounds. I didn't watch. They set a new record for like the most assists in a game in 40 years or something along Which is those nice. Lines. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. But um but yeah, I mean I suppose I, that's a pace I thing. I don't actually care about it. I only care about it because you got some money. I made a little bit of money. A little bit. Sure. I didn't I didn't go crazy. Right. I didn't go nuts. You can't afford the beach house yet. So. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, close. Right. Very close. Yeah. Hi, good morning. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Today's show brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia, who has so many incredible events coming up, including private signings with John Harbaugh, Anquan Bolden, and Jonathan Ogden. Plus, the Great Eights Stable is going to be a part of Baltimore Celeb Fest on May 15th, where you can meet at the event over 50 pro wrestling stars. But the Great Eights Stable features eight of them, including the Brian Cage, um, the Lance Archer, Matt Seidel, the beautiful people, Flip Gordon, Tessa Blanchard, and you can meet all eight of them for just 200 bucks with pictures and autographs, which if you've ever gone to one of these events, you know is an insane deal. That's unbelievable. Also coming up on June 27th, the inaugural Tucker Fest at Jerry's Toyota, where you can meet Justin Tucker plus live music from Joey Harcum and Dave Teeth throughout the day, the Cornhole Tournament, as well as uh, they're also going to do the dunk tank. And Jeremy Kahn is committed to putting himself in the dunk tank, despite the fact that he's helping you make money. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about at all, but God bless him he just for likes, it. He just likes women. Maybe that's what it is. You know? Or I, he did seem like he was really excited about the idea of taunting people who couldn't hit it. Exactly right. It definitely seemed Which, as look, though. There's a bit of a comeuppance, but it's inevitable, right? Like you're going to have somebody with a rocket arm or somebody who just gets lucky. And, uh, okay, so that's going to happen. Right. But in the meantime, I think right, he's going to choose to enjoy. Rebel in the failure exactly of others. Exactly right. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll look forward to that on June 27th. I think we're going to be there as well, perhaps doing a bit of a broadcast. Find out about all these great events right now by going to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's the number eight, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Coming up on the program, oh, we got much to do today. We're going to meet a couple more of the newest Baltimore Ravens in a few minutes. We'll be joined by Dalen Hayes, fifth-round pick out of Notre Dame, and apparently 
was a Ravens fan, not lifelong necessarily, but Childhood, he but said, right? yeah, I mean, like for a while, and it's related to the players. He also apparently had an interaction with John Harbaugh once upon a time. We'll let him tell us more about that. Uh, also coming up this morning, Brandon Stevens, uh, who was the Ravens' second third round pick. I guess that's redundant. Second third round pick. Um, he is overall. defensive back from SMU. Apparently, they think of him more as a safety, free safety sure. type. He had played cornerback, and before that at UCLA, he was a running back. It's it's kind of a wild story. We'll talk to him more about that as well. Also today, finally, is minor league baseball opening day, and obviously that one means a little bit more because there was no season a year ago. Adam Pohl, the play-by-play voice of the Bowie Bay Sox, will join us. He is our friend. He'll tell us more about sort of everything, not just with the Bay Sox, but throughout the Orioles organization as we celebrate minor league baseball opening day. And um, we're going to be joined in studio by Kelly O'Donnell, where she's a melanoma survivor. This month is melanoma National Melanoma Month, um, and and they are doing some incredible events. They got a bull roast coming up. They got a comedy night coming up, and I believe they're going to be giving away tickets for these events. So if you want to uh, support a great charity and just hang out and have some great food, some great drinks, see, our, I believe Wendy is part of the uh, comedy show, uh, and if you were with us for yep. our 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 drinking show with jeremy Kahn and wendy you know wendy is quite funny um we're gonna we're gonna give away some tickets i believe to that event later on as well when kelly o'donnell Ware from kelly kelly's dream foundation stops by the studio so all of that coming up on the program today i have a think tank question for you today yeah at Twitter, or on Twitter, at Glenn Clark Radio. That's what I meant to say. Flip it, reverse it like Missy Elliott would. <laughs> exactly right. You nailed it, too. It's the amazing part about that's it. Is that's good, exactly right? how the lyrics are written, which is in- truly incredible. I want to know from you, how do we talk to our kids about Cedric Mullins? He's the greatest player that ever lived. I want to know right now, how do we talk to our kids about Cedric Mullins? And I, I'd like to hope that you know what I'm saying, but I tried to spell it out because it seems like you might be struggling with it. I mean, yes, we're all enjoying this. It's unbelievably pleasant. It's And it's super cool because I think we all find Cedric Mullins to be quite likable and have for some time. Sure. And the the travails of of his attempts to find himself as a Major League Baseball player, the struggles that he went through being sent all the way back down to Bowie, and to get to this point where he looks like he's a Major League Baseball player now, it's remarkable to see. That being said, part of this is how long does someone have to perform before you recognize it as being real versus, hey, there's a lot of guys that you would look back on and they would say they had a pretty good stretch of a month of baseball somewhere in their career. Sure. Part of to it is fair, also... This is, this is extending further than a month. It's over... I mean, I've spoiled some of my tidbit, I guess. It's over the last 67 games. Okay, that's still... Cedric, I get it. It's no, still it's more not. than... It's two months, to be fair, okay. right? Like, okay, so it's it's two months. That's pretty good. Right. Thank you, Kyle. It's a whole season last year. Yes, but that, unfortunately, they don't play a lot of 67-game oh, seasons. I'm sorry. A whole season's not good enough for but, you? Yeah, if it, if, if it had been an entire season, I don't. I have no idea how I'd feel about it. So that's it's a little bit about that, right? It's a little bit about the when when do we acknowledge it as being real versus just being a pleasant stretch of baseball and that pitchers inevitably are going to figure out a little bit more when it well, comes to facing Cedric something Mullins. To be said for also that there's it's not quite as black and white as just okay, sustained stretches of a month or two months 
never last that long. And if this is the best and he's just on a crazy hot streak, then inevitably he's going to come back down to earth a little bit. It's, I don't think it's quite as simple as that. Why he wouldn't it be? was a switch hitter before, right? And right. decided, I'm not doing so good from the right side. Correct. And it was, a, I mean, look, you saw the splits. Like it suggested that maybe it was in his best interest to remove that. And he's been raking against lefties now. So you're talking about an everyday player. Obviously, if he can hit in an average, like he's been hitting incredibly. I, I can't imagine. I, I that understand that. I'm just, I have no idea what you're attempting to say. I think that him now just being a left handed hitting only player right. makes it so that hopefully there aren't as many holes I mean, and flaws to like, expose, I, I hope, right? Hopefully that's true, but we don't know that. Like, the the idea that that makes it impervious to the fa- the possibility that could only be that he's he's Look, playing well for two months. Is, we know that, right? Like I I understand that. I just don't I don't know what I I think you're trying to make a point that we're not there yet. I think you you think that you were countering what I said, but it doesn't. The, the, nothing about that suggests that this can't just be two months of playing really good baseball and and it, teams can't figure it out or he just can't sustain it because not every player sustains the best baseball player, the best baseball they ever play in their life. That none of those things that doesn't mean that it's going to happen that way, but there's nothing there that says that it won't. Um, there is a second part of this, which is how does this fit within the re- the Orioles rebuild if it's real? If if this is real and Cedric Mullins really is becoming a high OPS, a high like. level baseball player, how does that fit? How does a 26 year old center fielder? Who's not going to be... Is he arbitration eligible after next year? I believe that that's the case. Who's not likely to be a, a, a real power hitter in terms of like being a 30-plus home run guy, could be but a, a guy with certainly a guy yeah. with some pop. Sure. And he plays a really good center field. He plays a really good center field. And it's a position that they don't I, really have filled I, in their system right now. No, no, no. They don't have that in their system right now. But I, I, I'm interested in... How he fits if it proves to be real. He's a, I mean, he's... I, I understand, obviously. We don't know. The timeline is something that we just can't define, and we are often hopeful when we try and talk about it. But that timeline is altered by players surprising us. And but not in one. In a sense, I agree. This is more, I think, offsetting. When we discuss the Orioles, you mentioned them being like behind in the rebuild as the nature of the right. Machado trade and Yusniel Diaz appearing to have not produced anything as of yet, and you can't account on that being a thing, right? It's still a discussion that says, well, yes. By the way, he is arbitration eligible through 2025. Well, that's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. So you're looking at something where I think – Frankly, you you just with that many years in general, this is implying that he hasn't even accrued a full season. By, of by Major the way, League service time, re- right? real quick, it, it is official. Alejandro Villanueva is signed with the Baltimore Ravens, according to Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. It's a two-year deal. Okay, I'm not opposed, but I'm also not I, necessarily. I'm, you know, I have no idea what to right. make of it. We'll talk about more it more in a bit. The Cedric Mullins thing is, he fills needs on a good baseball team or a team that, that's trying to build a good roster. He's a quality center fielder. He's a pretty good leadoff hitter. He's proven 
It would be a good base dealer. If, if this is real, but he is. the on-base thing was kind of his M.O. before this, right? Through the minors, he was discussed as being a leadoff prototype. Buck loved him. Stan brought it up, I remember, in like 2016 when he was a name that was only on the fringe. And it was like, this kid, Cedric Mullins, I tell you what, when the Orioles were really lacking a leadoff hitter, he seems like he could be the Orioles' leadoff. And so now it's about, okay, well... If that's the baseline, he's appearing to show more to offer than just that. He had he had one season where he was a really good on base guy in his minor league Look, career. His split isn't insane right now. It's like a three eleven to three fifty nine at the current point right now. Mm-hmm. He's like got eleven walks, fifty some strikeouts. I mean, he's doing it off of No, well, he's hitting. Right. Correct. That's what he's doing, is he's hitting. But it's I don't He had one between AAA and AA in 2018. He got on base at a 3.46 clip. That's that's it. You know what I mean? Like that's But it's what we also have to enough for somebody who is as aggressive if but they're as successful. But that's significantly in the more than every every other season. Like it's that's an outlier as of right now. I understand. I think ultimately you would have to be absolutely blown away in a trade offer to deal Cedric Mullins right now. In my opinion. Oh, I don't think I don't think you're looking to deal him now. I. But you get what I'm saying, right? If a team's like, look at this kid, absolutely rake. Yeah, sure. And like, he's in arbitration before 2025. This is right. a kid who's producing at a all-star caliber level right now. I just think it's really hard to get that value. I think you're going to be no a very different. It's going to be hard be pressed to find a team sure, to that, a small sample size. that utterly believes that this guy is a superstar hitter and is. I understand. To, I don't think there's any world in which you're tr- looking to trade him right now. I don't find that to be believable. Now. Is there a world in which he's potentially tradable at the end of the season that, you know, you get, you get 162 games of a sample size and now teams that that's where this conversation to me becomes interesting. He's where does that fit? We're going to talk about that throughout the morning. I want your responses at Glenn Clark radio on Twitter. Where does he fit within the rebuild? that in mind, I want to tell you all, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. Right now, get 50% off all styles of windows, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com and tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. Again, no money down, no payments, and no interest for 24 months at Window Nation. We're going to meet a couple more of the newest Ravens this morning. Joining us first, a man that has apparently been a Baltimore Ravens fan for some time. He is the team's fifth-round pick out of Notre Dame. It's a pleasure to welcome in edge rusher Dalen Hayes to GCR. Dalen, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us, and congratulations on being a Baltimore Raven. Man, absolutely, absolutely. I'm so glad to be here. So thank you for having me. Absolutely, dude. Can can you take me through? So I this story is fascinating to me. When did you become such a big Ravens fan? Like, what was the moment in your life? Was there a game? Was there anything in spe- you know specifically that made you say, "This is my team now. This is who I'm rooting for"? Yeah, I mean, well, for me, when I was a kid, you know, um, you know, the hallmark, you know, when I started playing defense, the hallmark of great defense that was always home in Baltimore, right? We had Haloti Nada, Terrell Suggs, uh, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, obviously. Um, you know, so that was really the standard. You know, everybody was always trying to emulate, you know, that that that, that tradition, that, that standard of excellence of, of great defense. So, um, and then, you know, it's so crazy, like just kind of how, you know, the city of Baltimore has kind of like, 
just come up throughout my life. And it kind of came full circle when I got drafted. Uh, my godfather was out there. So I used to spend summers out in Laurel um, in that PG County area. Wow. Um, then I would, uh, at the five-star challenge, was, was at M&T Bank Stadium when I was at, when I was in high school. So I went there and then I coach Harbaugh had actually came and spoke to us. And, you know, he had told us the story and then he had asked us like, kind of like the answer to the, to the story he was looking for. And then, you know, like I had answered that question. So then, it, then, and then on top of that, like Ed Reed used to come, like he would come and speak to our team um, miscellaneously throughout my career at Notre Dame. So it, it's just really kind of like full circle this moment, like when I was able to get the phone call um, and like really just reflect on, you know, my uh, my connection and you know how much I love the city, how much I love the Baltimore Ravens, the team, um, and it was just a blessing, man. It was just a blessing to be here. That's really inc- incredible. So, like, were you the type that maybe like bought a jersey, or was it just sort of like a, a connection that you had? Like, not necessarily a I'm walking around school everybody every day on Monday asking everybody if they watch the Ravens on Sunday. No, I didn't. I didn't have a jersey. Okay, <laughs> I, didn't, I never really bought jerseys as a kid. I mean, you had, had your own, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. What, okay, what was the one jersey you had growing up? The one jersey I had was an Adrian Peterson jersey. Okay. Uh, when he I played mean, for the Vikings. I mean. But that was it. Other than that, I, I, I didn't really wear jerseys as a kid. But, yeah, man, I, I definitely, like, it was more so, like, every time I played on Madden, I was always using the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I love If I had to, like, wear any type of gear, like, pur- purple and black are, like, my favorite colors anyway. So, like, that, that I would always wear, like, a Ravens t-shirt or something like that. Not necessarily a jersey, but. Man, I just love the Ravens, man. Every time I could catch them, watch them, uh, watch them play and whatnot, I was always turning it on. So um, it was just a team that I naturally gravitated to over the years, and now I get to play and line up for them. So pretty, pretty amazing, it's man. It's a pretty amazing, dude. That's an unbelievable story. So, wait, wait, okay, how are you – when you say that, like, Ed Reed comes to speak to your team, you're somebody who, who, like, loves the Ravens. Ed Reed is now standing in front of you. Are you like? Is there fanboy inside of you? Are you like, oh my god, this is Ed Reed? Like, or do you play it cool? Do you try to have a conversation? Like, what's it like when you get that opportunity? Uh it's it's, it's a combination. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, man. It's definitely a little bit of fan. It's like like the 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 ten year old kid that you know admired this player like for so long, and then there's like you know the twenty 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 one year old young man who's just trying to learn as much, you know. Um, learn as much as possible in this short time that we're speaking to him. You know, he would drop, like he came and spoke to us for like an hour and a half, two hours and, you know, just taking notes and, you know, listening to what he had to say and just trying to find as much wisdom and take as much wisdom um, as I can in that, in that short period, you know, it was, um, it's amazing, man. You know, like, so it was definitely a combination of fan fanboying and, uh, <laughs> you know, just admiring the knowledge, man, that, that he was really giving us. So, so did you, it, it was a crazy, crazy, it was a crazy experience. Did you always know you wanted to be a linebacker? Like when you were a kid imagining playing in the NFL for the Baltimore Ravens, did you imagine yourself being Ed Reed? Did you imagine yourself being Ray Lewis? You mentioned Haloti Nata. Terrell like, Suggs. Yeah, like where did you see yourself fit in? Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends, I guess, in which stage of my career. But a- as a kid, I-, I thought I was going to be a running back. Okay, okay, <laughs> like, okay. Like every kid. And like every kid in America swears they're gonna be the next running back. The next and and then <laughs> but, and then you realize you actually want to make some money and have a sustained <laughs> career. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, and then there's also your the size. Fact that I'm 6'4", yeah, right. Two hundred and fifty-five pounds. So, I mean, Brandon uh, Jacobs kind of outgrew that position. So. I'm- 
I mean, that's but, not. Hang on, Derrick Henry's not that, not that far. <laughs> man, how many Derrick Henrys y'all see? No, no, you're yeah, right. That's a very good point. Dalen Hayes <laughs> is with us. What, what's? Do you remember anything in particular that Ed said to you over the years? Was there anything that 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 you took with you and 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 shaped you at all during your football career? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing um, that I learned, like just from the football aspect, because we talked about a lot of life, life, uh, okay, life, like. Um, like a lot of wisdom with life and whatnot, but specifically with football, uh, one thing was he was just like always have a notepad, always be taking notes. He said every year he would, you know, like fill up, you know, throughout the course of a year, you might go through, you know, um, one, maybe two full notebooks, like, you know, cover to cover um, of just, you know, playbook information, blah, blah, blah. He said even in his 10th, 11th year, you know, when he knows the defense inside and out, he's like in training camp, he, he, he buys a new notebook and he fills it all up each year, ever and ever. And he throws them, oh, it doesn't throw them away, but he stashes them away. And then he restarts every year because he's like, you never know how much, you know, there's there's always more to learn. There's always something else to learn. There's, you know, part of being a professional is, you know, being as prepared as possible. So um, that was one of the things as a player that, you know, really stuck out to me. And then, you know, as a, as a man, you know, his obviously his uh, involvement in the Baltimore community, you know, uh, with, with the youth and whatnot was something that, stuck with me is something that I took pride in. I, I do a lot of, uh, I did a lot of that at school at, at Notre Dame in the South Bend community. So, um, you know, just, just seeing that, that example from one of my favorite players of all time, um, it was great, man. It was, it was, it was really awesome cool, to be able to, to see that. That's really cool. Dale, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to my buddy, uh, Chris Ruling from Great Eights Memorabilia last night, and he said that he had already talked with you about trying to get you involved in our community now and, and, and bringing you out to speak with kids and, and you reference what you were doing. C- can you tell me where that comes from in you? Why that's something that you wanted to get involved with and, and, and why it's important to you to do that now in your new community here in Baltimore? Yeah. Um, for me, it's all about paying it forward, right? Um, from the time I was a kid uh, to present day, there have been so many people, mentors, uh, coaches, friends, uncles, aunts, grandparents, mom, dad. There have been so many people who have poured into me um, and given me, you know, um, love, uh, encouragement, um, stability. You know, it's, there's so many different things that uh, each person has given to me, and I, I just want to pay that for it. Um, you know, it, it, it's senseless for me to be blessed with, you know, an amazing opportunity to attend a school like Notre Dame, to be able to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, to have been a big-time recruit in high school, to be able to have that platform um, and not pay it forward and, you know, pay for that love, that encouragement, uh, that service, that servant leadership mindset um, to the next generation, it, it, it wouldn't make any sense. So, you know, for me, um, you know, it's about, you know, being servant leadership, you know, getting in the community, getting your hands to the plow, uh, being a tangible, um, uh, tangible and accessible to the, to the youth uh, just so that they know that, you know, this is this is this is attainable. You know, uh, maybe it's not sports, right? But right. You know, yeah. Not all of us are blessed to be in six three. You know, two twenty five. Like we we didn't all get that. <laughs> right. But but I get what you're saying, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, just a- attaining your dreams, right? Just pursuing your dreams, working hard, uh, staying diligent, um, staying strong in your faith, and you know, just staying just staying the course. You know, is really just you know the message that I really want to get across to the youth and. You know, any type of encouragement I can provide and any type of advice I can provide and wisdom I can pass on that, that's been given to me, you know, I'm going to do that um, without awesome. question. So that's awesome. it's something that, you know, I love to do. I've done it all throughout my years at, at Notre Dame, and 
it's something I look forward to doing in the in the community of Baltimore. That's incredible, dude. And Chris will be a great partner for that too, by the way. I mean, that's that's just awesome <laughs> stuff, man. That's awesome stuff. All right. Um, so Dalen, let's let's cover football a little bit. Dalen Hayes with us here on GCR. Um, where you line up in a three-four defense? Give me an idea where you think your best fit is, and what you could most bring to the table immediately, even in day one as you hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I have a pretty good idea of where I'll, I'll probably be a the Sam Sam linebacker. And uh, for me, it's, it's you know I can do that. I can play that position because it's kind of like a jack of all trades, right? You have to drop in the coverage. Um, you're gonna have a lot of coverage responsibility. You're gonna have a lot. You're gonna have to set the edge. Um, and then obviously rush the passer. It's kind of like a three phase um, position in this in that sense. So you know that's something that I've done all throughout my time in college. Um, but what I'm excited about is just to be able to show people, you know, my pass rush um, ability. You know, that's not really something I really had, got, got a great opportunity to showcase throughout Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Just because of the way that we play, you know, we played, that wasn't really uh, – we were never really given a, a true opportunity to really just pin our ears back as true rushers and be able to go affect the quarterback. You know, we did a lot of different stunts, and as a gapped-out defense, you know, we, we kind of had our assignments. But um, it's, it's, it'll be fun, man. I'm excited. Um I'm excited to to be able to showcase that and to be able to contribute in any way that I can and and, and hopefully just you know be a part of that long line of tradition. I was gonna great say, defense. I was gonna say, like, have you had to like pinch yourself just just knowing now that your name is etched into the words Ravens defense? Like, does that give you a little bit of a chill? Yeah, it gives me a chill, but I mean, it also gives me you know like the standard is the standard, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just motivates me, right? When I'm when I'm in workouts, when I'm up literally at 630, you know, getting getting ready to go work out and, you know, studying the playbook and, you know, doing all those things. It's just the added motivation, right? Because, you know, um, like I said, the standard is the standard. So it's, it's as a brother, as a brother that, you know, gets to etch his name within that long line of tradition, there's, there's a responsibility uh, to uphold that. So That's awesome. It's man. something I take very seriously. I love the city. Obviously, I love the city. I love this team. Um, and I just want to, you know, contribute in any way that I can. So, I'm gonna give it everything I have and understand that you know the standard has been set. Can can you can you tell us a little bit? About, you mentioned your godfather in Laurel. Can you tell us a little bit about that relationship? And you know, I, you're a Michigan kid, so like, I, I don't, is it a family member? Is it a, a, a close friend? And and did you get like did you did you spend summers eating crab cakes while you were here? Like, did you become a seafood <laughs> guy during your time in this area? Yeah, so uh, Harlem Harlem Morton is his name. Um, my godfather. He's uh, my mom's best friend. They've been best friends since they were like in the seventh grade. Wow. But you know, for me, I've always known him as family, uh, just because he's always been around since I was born. Um, and you know, me and my mom being a single mother, you know, he he, he kind of filled in for that uh that you know that consistent uh, father figure role. And as a matter of fact, he actually, you know, is the one who wanted me to start playing football when I was like wow. eight. Yeah, so he bought me my first pair of cleats, my first pair of gloves, um, you know, just kind of, you know, eased me into the game, just kind of like encouraged me to go play just to see how I liked it. And I fell in love with it from the time I stepped on the field. And, you know, I really owe uh, a lot of, you know, like that wisdom, like I talk about that wisdom and, you know, uh, that encouragement and whatnot. Like, I mean, a lot of that stemmed from from uh, he and I, I, he and I's relationship, you know, like that's. That's uh, he was a huge he was a huge part of my football journey and my journey as a young man and just growing and refining into the man I am today. So it, it, it's a real special relationship. That's my guy. So that's I'm that's to be really down cool. The road. I've I was gonna say he's or, 
Well, so he's going to be able to yeah, come nah. to games real easy now, right? Like, this couldn't oh, be easier man. for him. Absolutely. That's, that's what's crazy. I've always been in Michigan. He's always been in Maryland. Or I've been in Indiana. He's been in Maryland. I'm like, now nah, I'm down the street, buddy. No, dude. You have to get rid of me. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. How special that must be for your whole family, man. You know, I, I heard you talking about your mom in the press conference the other night and, and what she's done for you. And I, I almost feel like this is perfect that the NFL draft kind of lines up with Mother's Day because it almost turns into a celebration of mothers, right? Like, what 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 you what she's meant to you, and do you have plans for maybe something that you might want to do for her now moving forward? Um, yeah. So you know, obviously Mother's Day is this weekend, so I just probably want to go home and surprise, spend some time with her uh, right before we report to minicamp. Um, you know, my, like I said, man, my mom has meant everything to me. I mean, my mom is, has been the pillar and the rock uh, for our, for the foundation of our family. So. Like I said, like like I said in the press conference, you know, a lot of my inspiration to be able to serve and sacrifice uh, for others comes stems from that great example that I've had from her my entire life. So, you know, she's she's the pillar, man. She's the rock. So, you know, I just look forward to making her proud. And awesome. you know, obviously, the the you know the longer I play, the better that <laughs> you know, better that the the chances of me being able to like do big things for her and you know just be able to pay it forward and stuff like that. It's uh. You know, it's going to be huge. Dalen, before, so I'm excited. That's cool, man. Before I let you go, any, any relationship at all with Miles or Ronnie, the Notre Dame guys that are on the Ravens roster? I know, you know, it doesn't line up exactly. I'm imagining you spent a little bit of time together with Miles, but, like, any relationship at all with those guys? Uh, Ronnie actually left right before I got there. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know Ronnie super well. Uh, but Miles, man, yeah, Miles. I, we, uh, I spent three years with Miles. Miles is my guy. As soon as I, as soon as I got drafted. Uh, Miles hit me up, so I'm excited to get back with my guy. That's cool, man. That's yeah, excited to get back around, him, man. He's been gone, so catch up, and he's gonna get me familiar with the area, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go from there. That's awesome, dude. Dalen Hayes, man, what a great guy you are. It's so awesome. What what a cool story. This is this is what this is all about. It's stories like this where you you have this unbelievable connection with an organization and you look down and you say holy crap they're the one that's calling like that's did you by the way did you tell like John Harbaugh the story about him speaking to you guys when you talked to him did you like did you go back through over that background at all uh uh not yet i haven't okay. gotten to it yet we, okay. our first conversation we were just trying to you know like, yeah, i think sure. he was trying to fill me out you know sure. as a young man and as a competitor and whatnot um you know i'm 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 just excited man i, I i'm excited to get to work i'm a blue collar guy so you know, sooner I can get to work, man, the more comfortable and, you know, like excited I think I'll be, you know, just to be able to contribute, right? Boy, and, uh, you're going to yeah, fit man, in. Yeah, man, I just can't wait. You're going to fit in so well here, man. You are going to fit in so well here in Baltimore, Dalen. <laughs> yes, um, what, what can we plug? Twitter, Instagram, places like that. Where can people be giving you a follow as they're excited to, to get to know a new Baltimore Raven? Yeah, so uh, on Instagram, I'm Dalen Hayes, D-A-E-L-I-N, Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S. You type that in, my my uh, my profile will come up, um, and then on uh, Twitter is Dalen Hayes underscore ix like Roman numeral for nine because yep. that's the number I wore in college. Are, do you know Do you know yet what number you're gonna be wearing? I think it's gonna be fifty nine. I think I'm gonna wear okay. fifty nine. So All I right. keep the nine on me at some some capacity. All right, I like that. I like that, man. Uh, Dalen, congratulations, brother. Uh, really awesome story, an incredible way this has played out. We can't wait to get to see you here and to see. Not just what you're going to do on the field here, but after talking to you, we can't wait to see what you're going to do for our community, and that's going to mean even more um, to the people here than, than what you accomplish on the football field. Thank you for taking the time for us for us this morning and looking forward to having this conversation again down the road, all right? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me.
Dalen Hayes, fifth-round pick of the Baltimore Ravens out of Notre Dame, could not come off more likable or as a better story. I mean, that's just awesome, man. That's just awesome. And the fact that he was a, a big Ravens fan and had so many connections that it ends up working out that way, it's just, it's just really cool. It's just really, really cool. There's no other way to say it. All right, we are in the uh, Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio Press Box. Chesapeake Employers Insurance is your workers' compensation insurance specialist. It is a Tuesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. We're going to talk more about Cedric Mullins during the course of the morning. We will also talk more about Alejandro Villanueva. I'll give you, here's what we know. Ian Rappaport says it's a two-year, $14 million deal with $8 million fully guaranteed. That's the, while it's not overwhelming money, it's not the type of money that you give to somebody unless you... It's real money. Yes, you think that that person's a, a starting tackle for you. So it's very clear the Ravens believe that he's their starting right tackle. Clearly it's um, different than left tackle. That's different than what he's played. I'm just being a- honest. I my, my gut is no. My gut is this was the wrong way to go about building an offensive line. But I certainly am not going to pretend like I know more than the Baltimore Ravens do. There's no world in which... I am smarter. I'm a better football scout. I mean, I'm close. Don't get me wrong. I'm close. I'm right there. We are neck and neck. I, on paper, and particularly because of the conversations that I've had with folks in Pittsburgh, say, I know. No, I, I, don't, I don't think this was the right decision for the Baltimore Ravens. The argument that has been made by some is that even if you are a declining player, this shouldn't the move from left to right and the well, Ravens offense more the, being the scheme being what it is. Right. You should be he's able never been a run blocking that's, guy. That's the that's the part that but screams is that, at is you. Is it a chicken or the egg thing a little bit? Right? Is he not a run blocking guy? Or right? Are the, the Steelers Ravens, just the, not the a Steelers running just don't team? Run. Right? The, the sense that I've gotten is both. It's that it's that they don't run and he's not good at it. Um, not he would be really good at it if they just did it more. More of a, that's just not his strength. Now, internally, if you are an offensive lineman, you'd like to believe every offensive lineman you talk to says, this is what we want to do because we move forward instead of backwards. That's the point of being our size. That's what we want to do. So I'm not, I, I don't, the Ravens clearly are committed. And they're, this is a commitment that goes beyond just being an insurance policy for Ronnie Stanley. Like, and I'm, It's not a big commitment. It's not going to doom you sure. in any sort of way. It's a one-year deal. And my gut would be if... I get it. It's a year deal, but it's a one-year deal. When I say that, that this means they're planning on him, if Tyree Phillips comes into Wiles camp, looks great, and they decide he's the better fit, this doesn't become... Remember, once upon a time, they gave real money to James Hurst, and didn't force that didn't force that he had to sure. start. So I, I let me back up a, from that a little bit. I if I were the Ravens, Tyree Phillips would still be my one A. Srebeck did say that he will be, or they're planning on him being their starting right tackle. Who Alejandro Villanueva? Jeff said that about yeah, I mean, no, I think that's the assumption. Right. But I would still, if I were the Baltimore Ravens, go in with the hope that Tyree Phillips is solving my problem. And feeling as though Alejandro Villanueva can be the backup plan, the insurance policy if he doesn't. I hear you. I would not be going into the season with a declining. It's curious about the Phillips thing, right? Like, they didn't think of him as a tackle initially. But then he 
played right played tackle. Fine, right? I mean, like he wasn't, wasn't at wet, first. Right. He wasn't great, but as the season went on, he was not somebody you thought about much, right? Like no, and that's about play. as good a thing as you Correct. can say about a, an offensive lineman. So yeah, I hear you. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I I'm I am I'm, I don't know whether he's in the guard competition at left guard. Also, you know. Right, you know, if they, I said yesterday, it might be a bit extreme to assume that a late third round pick is your immediate day one starter, which is what we've all been doing with Ben Cleveland. We have all suggested the moment that he was drafted that he is the well, when plan. You, when you win the world's strongest man competition, but yeah, he didn't actually do that. He just looks <laughs> like he would have. So, I like Bjorg a lot. So it's possible, yes, that they say, well, we're not penciling Ben Cleveland in anywhere right now, and that there's sure. a, a Tyree Phillips is a factor in that situation. Who's the That's, last guard? Colegio Assembly was the last one to start right away. Um, well, Stanley. Uh, oh, you said guard, yeah. right? Guard. Uh, I guess that's right. I mean, I just I, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't remember. Actually, no, when. Alex Lewis was. Did he start immediately? I, or did he st- he did. I think he started in his rookie season. I don't know if he started week one or not. Maybe. I don't. I don't remember if that's the case. Look, I, I, it's. It feels more like the Ravens have a bunch of puzzle pieces, mm-hmm. and they'll probably and figure it out. But probably there could be some growing pains. But and I'm not. I am not convinced that this is an answer until it proves to be an answer. Mm-hmm. Until Alejandro Villanueva goes out and plays, what we've learned about him says to me, I've got every reason to be concerned. Sure, I've got reason to be concerned about it. The Ravens have decided he's the answer, and they certainly know more than I do. There's no debate about that. But that doesn't mean that they are impervious to making mistakes, and right now I'm concerned about it. I'm not convinced that Alejandro Villanueva is the answer for even a season sure. as a starting right tackle. We'll see. We'll see moving forward. All right, uh, coming up, we're going to switch gears. We'll talk more with our next guest about uh, Cedric Mullins, but we'll also talk about um, minor league baseball opening day, which is today. Bowie Bay Sox play-by-play voice Adam Pohl is going to join us next. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia based brewery Devil's Backbone and 
take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit the biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common you've heard them on jobbing out matt and nick jackson the young bucks thanks for having us man Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Let's have you Chris Jericho, the champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at pressboxonline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Tweet us at Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at glennclarkradio.com. Glennclarkradio.com. Again, if you missed it, Alejandro Villanueva does indeed agree to a two-year deal for $14 million, $8 million guaranteed with the Baltimore Ravens. That was expected. We will see if they do anything else this week in terms of bringing in perhaps an, a veteran edge rusher. But as expected, Alejandro Villanueva signs a deal and is expected to be the team starting right tackle this season. I don't I don't get that. I am I'm going I again, I'm not telling you it's not gonna work because I don't know. I'm telling you I'm not going to assume that it's going to work. Sure. I'm going to have to see it work before I believe it will. This does not un- This isn't the exact Bryant McKinney was once upon a time a freak left tackle. A guy that was like, oh my gosh, six yes. foot eight, three fifty with feet like a it's nimble as hell. Like, how does he move like that, yes. that big? It appears that Villanueva was never a guy that was athletically gifted. No. I mean, so, I have to say, look, maybe, I understand the wrong, you're a it's the wrong left way tackle of saying in the NFL. It, yes. You're athletically gifted. Correct. But I mean, Not, like, relative to left tackles, yes. his feet were never something that set exact, him apart in his Exactly position. right. Exactly right. But that doesn't mean that it won't work out. It doesn't mean that the Ravens don't know something that the rest of us don't. It doesn't mean any of those things. Or, or that they can't just get by with it for a season, even if he doesn't play particularly well. We'll see. I mean, we will see. I'm just, I, I'm telling you, this is, every time we talk about the Ravens, 
my concern will be about the offensive line. Unlike Kevin Zeitler, who when the Ravens sign him, you say, slam dunk. You, you feel great about that. I don't feel that way about Alejandro Villanueva. I feel like this doesn't make sense. I feel like this this doesn't seem like a smart strategy for deciding a starting position along your line. And I guess I hope that the Ravens are more open to considering other things and finding a better option. Problem being, they don't have a lot of... This is not a, a roster... Unless some of these guys have more ability to play tackle that we've never seen before, right? Like maybe there's some world where you Ben Cleveland at six six. Or or Bredesen or in you know, whoever it is can play tackle and we don't know. And that's happened before. Let's mm-hmm. make that very clear. That's happened before. Unless there's something more there. It would be surprising if they were just surprised like suddenly a starting caliber right tackle. Under I, our nose, I right? would like, I would be surprised for sure, no doubt, no doubt. All right, um, but we'll you know we'll follow that we'll follow that and we will see how that goes as as we uh, as we get closer to the football season. I want your responses today. My question is, how do we talk to our kids about Cedric Mullins? Orioles, of course, win last night five three out in Seattle. It was a a painfully dull game until the eighth inning. It was a one nothing game late at night. I'm barely paying attention. All of a sudden, the Orioles hang a five spot in the eighth inning and then hold on to win. Uh, Cesar Valdez comes in to finish it off. Dean Kramer was great. Obviously, being great against the Mariners a little bit easier. The Mariners are are not good. There's kind of no way to say that. Still though. encouraged. You hope he I mean, continues. Yes, you'd rather him pitch well against. Sure. A, How a, many innings did he finish with? Uh, he went back out there for the sixth. So, so. five and a third or so. Uh, no, he. I think he, he, he finished, finished the six. sixth. Yeah, he it. finished the sixth last night. All right, um, let's cover a few things, uh, responses that have come in. How do we talk to our kids about it? Again, both how real it is, where it fits in with what the Orioles might be doing, all of those things. From uh, Nick Kelly, I'm enjoying it for sure, and I hope it keeps up because he is so easy to root for. I love everything about his play, but to be honest, the Chris Davis experience has burned me, so I probably won't feel like it's real unless this continues for more than just a season. Well, Chris Davis continued for far more than just a season, right. so I'm not I'm not sure, Nick, that I get that particular yeah, I parallel. Think it's a different sort of yes. Cedric Mullins pr- provides. If Cedric Mullins were to only be a 250 hitter with a 310 on base percentage and a 400 slugging percentage. He'd still probably be a major league starting caliber center fielder based off of his defense alone. Right? Like, that would be a good enough offensive production line for a team to say, I think we could find a spot for him. Like, I think that he provides value to this team. I mean, what he's doing now, on top of what he provides defensively. I'm not saying that I don't think. If he were to provide this over the course of, you know, he'd be one of the best players in baseball. Like, that would be hard to believe. Uh, he wouldn't be one I of the best players. In, home no, he wouldn't, wouldn't be, be one of the best players in baseball, but he'd be a really like, he'd be a really solid player. And I mean, if he hits like this. I mean, as wins above replacement is concerned, I don't know, I don't know how that algorithm works for defense. But I have to think he would probably be pretty favorable for him. It would be favorable. There's no question right. about so that. So if you were having this sort of production, he'd be like a six-win player or six-win above uh, a placement player. Potentially. Potentially, yes. And that's incredibly valuable. Well, there's no doubt it's valuable. There's no – I right. mean, but again, it has I to – I understand. This has to be sustained. Correct. And that's asking a lot to sustain this. 
which doesn't mean it can't be really good and still not quite be this. I don't like. I have. I will pull up his fan graphs. Ooh, don't want to end this live video. No, thank you. Don't do that. I will pull up his fan graphs page and see if his batting average. And I haven't heard anything about his batting average ball in play. There's been no discussion about anything being. Oh, this is the reason why this is not sustainable, right? Like it's been a lot of hard contact. Oh, there's been plenty of hard contact. But and yeah, he's also you, bunting, right? But like you, he's, keep, you keep saying that there's two different things. There's I know. One can thing he continue to do it? Are they going to make it so that he can't like anymore? What, what, what you're making is that this isn't real, that he's that it's more about luck. And I'm not saying this is about luck. I'm saying this is more about that not every baseball player that has played great for however long is able to keep doing it for any reason at all. Any reason. Oh, Mike there's, Trout. Yeah, thank you. There's one. I mean, for God's sakes, man. To be on. fair, what he has. Yes, you're right. He's really good. Other guys have two. It's not to say that it can't be well, sustainable. Well, let's hope Cedric's one of them. But trying right? to define it as saying this is only about the luck of where he's hit the ball or something like this is not true. I agree. It's, it's saying that you can still you can do everything right for a stretch of a couple months, and one thing can change. You can come up one day and your wrist can feel sore, and you can literally never be the same. After that, it happens constantly throughout baseball. To Nick's broader point, I tend not just to say it's got to be for an entire year, but more that it's got to be for an entire year and then again the following year. I mean, if you did 162 games of this, I get it. Like, that would, you know, it would be like, wow, what a crazy year. And you would still have, I guess there's still a chance it was an aberration sort of thought. It happens constantly in baseball. I mean, if you were to go, if you were to literally have six straight months of being on fire it would be hard that would be damn impressive if anybody i don't i don't know can't think i don't know what you think on if you're saying that he's going to hit 333 for an entire season right there no there aren't a million uh, examples of guys that hit 333 right, for an entire season and, and then, then hit out. 250 right. the following year but there are close there are still yeah. plenty of examples of guys that hit close to yeah. that in that neighborhood and didn't sustain it as being plus 300 hitters Agreed. for the rest of their career I still think it's it's borderline absurd to think that he's going to continue hitting at the 330 level for the entirety of the season. I mean, we can't hope, Glenn. I'm, I'm all for it. May it continue. God bless that. May it continue. But in general, whatever, with, with any baseball player, either it's got to be someone that was so surefire coming up that having an incredible rookie season is obvious. We knew it was going to happen. We know that's what this type of player is, and I can just assume that's who they are moving forward. Or it's got to be someone who does it for an entire year and then comes back and keeps doing it. And then when that occurs, I talked about that a lot with John Means, that like John Means had a great season. It was tremendous. But I had to know that it wasn't just the one incredible season that John Means had. John Means, since the last month of last season, has proven for that not to be the case, which doesn't guarantee he's going to be able to do it for five years or for something along those lines. Well, it's proven but, he's going to probably be valuable at the trade deadline. No, there's no – I mean, it, I mean you'd I be hard-pressed. Absolutely. Just right, you'd be hard-pressed to imagine he wouldn't be, no doubt. Um, but you need to see him sustain it. And at the beginning of last year, which again, short sample size, we were concerned about whether or not John Means was going to be able to sustain it or – Perhaps we just found out that he was a guy who had a spectacular season. Other responses that have come in. From from Roy. Roy says um, he's not going to treat it as real until at least the All-Star break. But I think it's great in the realm that he's one of the players that likely won't be traded if he has a productive season, as opposed to Means or Harvey. I hope he ends up being the leadoff hitter for the next great O's team whenever that is. I think hope is a great way of looking at it. 
And I, by the way, when I say, how do you talk to your kids about it? I think hope is a is an appropriate way to talk to this proverbial talk to your kids about. I think it's an absolutely appropriate way to discuss it. This is really pleasant. I hope it can continue. I'm not necessarily banking on it just yet, but I hope for it to continue. And if it does, Roy says, I believe you leave it alone, you let it play out, and you see if the timeline can't work out. It's a tricky spot to be in for Cedric Mullins because he's not due to be paid until he's about 30 years old. And I don't know who's you gotta you gotta really be this good for that long. Well, your athleticism can't erode, really. You've got to stay fast. That's Correct. Sure. That's a that's a tough spot for him to be in as a baseball player. I mean, it really is a tough spot for that to be the case. So I'm looking at his career splits. Mm-hmm. And again, this is his seasons this year have been great. I'm sure his stats as a righty against lefties are by far the best they've ever been in his career right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still a career 260 hitter as a as a You're facing his a righty. major league split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his major yeah. league numbers. Yeah, in about like a 130 game sample size okay. so far. He's a 260 average as far as a lefty facing righties. Obviously, before the switch to his non-switch hitting. Mm-hmm. He was a a 147 hitter in 58 games versus lefties when he was batting right-handed. Mm-hmm. And in the small sample size of 22, he has three more hits already as a lefty versus lefties than he did in that 58-game sample size. As a but how many how many lefties. how many at bats are we talking about? In forty three at bats, he has seventeen hits. Let's lefty against lefty, mm-hmm. obviously, like, and that's it. Could just it would be it would be disappointing, of course, if this was just some sort of weird, right, crazy anomaly, moment right. where he was just absolutely raking. But he has, you know, frankly, he's struck out at a lower rate against lefties. Than he has against righties this Look, year. I, I, again, I hope it continues. It, it, I hope that's the case. I can't assume it just yet, but I get where you would say there is reason to believe it. It can. It can. It's something truly has changed for Cedric Mullins, and there's reason to believe that it can continue. From Lou, uh, I tell my kids who are grown to enjoy watching Cedric play. I mean, I, Lou, I don't think you got the point of the question, but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> to enjoy watching Cedric play every day. He's our center fielder for the future. Oh, he's very confident. Well, that's kind of a who, statement in itself. Yeah, right? it is. Who reminds me a lot of Al Bumbry when I was a kid. I mean, that is a that is a confident statement that you are making about Cedric Mullins. I mean, he's, he had a good – I thought he had a decent contact tool in the minors as well, didn't he? Um, I mean, you, just in that he didn't strike out a lot. It was like, yeah, he was – he knew it, it wasn't like he was just the launch angle. Like he didn't appear to be somebody who was necessarily built around the modern day game. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I mean, he had he had in nineteen he struck out eighty two times, which but isn't overwhelming. In a, in it's, but in, and for what it's worth, nineteen was probably his his worst season. Like that's that that's you know, he hit two thirty three between double A AA and triple A. I and mean, it was a it was a bad season for him, and he struck out 82 times, which no, he's not. It, you know, it's not an abomination. At the major league level right now, that's good, right? Like yeah, if you were to, I get it. It's a smaller sample size, some fewer games, and right. so it's more like 140 or whatever. Um, well, 
it might not be that many actually. He played in 117 games that year. Yeah, then that's probably yeah. 110 at most. Yeah, something like that. No, it's I not. mean he's been around 20% strikeout rate for his career. It seems. No, it's not. It's not like it's certainly not a. a you know, it does not, not appear to be a problem. It's not the level where guys who strike out 30% of the time need power to sustain their value. No question. I mean, no it's question. one of those things yes, they where have to, they know, have to be pumping. If you dip below a certain yep. level of power production, you are no longer worthy of a lineup spot, essentially. Yep. I mean, Cedric Mullins is, he puts the ball in play, he makes defenses work, and he's you know, advantageous, especially with the bunts. I mean, I look, there's a lot to like, clearly. Well, and, obviously, there's a lot to like. There's right. no debating that. But even just a baseball sense. I mean, he's... He's got, he's got, I think there's more power there as well. I mean, I'm telling you, the foul ball he hit at Camden Yards this year, if that had been straight, it would have hit the warehouse. It was, it was incredible how right. far that went. I right. think it may have hit the bridge that connects but the I, warehouse d- to the club. I, but level. again, I don't know that that means that he's suddenly going to be a guy that but finds. But it's about, like, it's about the. I don't know what the adjustments are that would need to unlock whatever that may be, whether it's just a matter of experience. I also don't know if that's what you want him I don't to know be either. as a player. I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't know, know if that, that you want to mess with it and be, say, yes, I hear you. We want you to do. We want you to be more of a power hitter. So start working on that. I, I, I think there's already the powers. It could be 25 to 30 home run power already. Who knows? Maybe. Like, who knows? The way the doubles, I mean, he's been crazy with doubles. He's had 14 doubles already in the first two months, which is, or in the past 67 games, he has 14 okay. doubles. Yeah. Um, so he's an extra base machine currently. Well, I mean, the, 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 the that is having 10 in a month. I mean, like, he's got, like, I, again, th- we, we are projecting based off an incredible month. And if, I'm, I'm, I'm t- the sample size of 67 games that I'm talking about here. It's, I mean, I get it. it's two times that. But it's not as if it's a season. I understand. No, but but you are still going back to, like, th- those numbers aren't projectable as being insane. Those numbers from the first month were projectable as being decent. This month is projectable as being I insane. But even if he's only but decent, this 330 or 310 or whatever, 350, 494 line is, I mean, all-star caliber. Yes. if if Of course. Right. 100%. We'll find out. We, I mean, like, the, it's clearly what we're going to learn. But, and I hope, I, I mean, it'd be unbelievable if that's the player that Cedric Mullins proves to be. It would certainly help the Orioles. It I mean, it would potentially helps the Orioles, it's right? It's about like, it's the, the baby playing a game where they got to put the different pieces in the holes, right? Like, the Orioles are a lot of pieces away from finishing that game. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. But this is a piece. If it works like this, if he is this, this is a piece. Well, it is some sort of piece. There's no question about that. It is some sort of piece. It's not the centerpiece. It's not the guy that puts you over the top. But it's a help. If this is who Cedric Mullins can be, it's a helpful piece that, if sustainable, can be part of a solution. Mm-hmm. It requires it's a lot of, of other the story pieces of a still winning falling baseball together. team. There's no doubt about it. When you talk about like, oh man, helping a pitching staff, I mean, having a rangy center fielder like that automatically does that. And if he's hitting like this, I mean, come on. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, do we need? What are we doing? Uh, take a break. I'll try and text him and see where we're at. Okay. We might just, you know, if we have to. Just uh, if we, you're saying it just might not happen. I don't we're know. Getting, we're, mean, getting we're getting big time. We're getting, we're getting pushed, big time uh, by our guy. His meeting's running long, so if we're going uh, too close to eleven twenty, oh, then man. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, we were hoping to chat with Adam Pohl today. We'll see if that might not happen. In the meantime, I got a couple other things that I wanted to get to. Uh, I think I got to finish this that I've been sitting on, so we'll get to that as well. Uh, hour number one is in the books from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. It was also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 right now to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for a free analysis. And if you missed Stan the Fan, Ross Grimsley and Rick Dempsey talking baseball last night, you can find it right now by going to facebook.com slash pressboxsports and clicking on the videos tab or pressboxonline.com and watch it there. Stan shows Monday, Wednesday, every week brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. The annual MIAA Lacrosse Championships are coming live to Anne Arundel County for the first time ever. The MIAA Lacrosse Championships feature some of the nation's top lacrosse programs as well as the future stars of the game. Join us Tuesday, May 18th and Friday, May 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland. Tickets are on sale now. To learn more, go to MIAAChampionships.com. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Hey, this is your guy, Chris Rulin from Great Eights Memorabilia, coming to you to talk about Baltimore Celeb Fest. 50 wrestlers at Benfield Sports Center on Saturday, May 15th from 11 till 3. We will be there with the Great Eights stable with the Murder Hawk Monster, Lance Archer, the Machine, Brian Cage, the beautiful people, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, Matt Seidel, Flip Gordon, Tessa Blanchard, Diamante. You can meet all eight of them for only 200 bucks. All the details at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. It's Great Eights Memorabilia. Also, we have great private signings coming up with John Harbaugh, Anquan Bolden, Jonathan Ogden, and more. That's GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Remember, be great. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. 
Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles top Orioles pitcher John Means and the role new pitching coach Chris Holt is taken with Means and the entire organization. Inside, Matt Kremnitzer reflects on Nick Markakis's career, and Bo Smolka looks at what to expect from the Ravens' 2020 draft class in their second season. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of PressBox. I don't, my, my, my headphones are doing something goofy there for a second. I think it's fixed now. You seem to be fine on my end. No, I, it, it wasn't. It's just the headphones what I was trying to tell now you. Now I hear still what you're doing, saying. It's still doing a goofy. What'd you do? I didn't do a damn thing, Kyle. I don't know why it's doing that. You know what else I do know about, though, is Glory Days Grill, where your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, they're celebrating their 25th anniversary. We, of course, would like to see them have about 2,500 more, and they've got an unbelievable menu that they have laid out to celebrate that anniversary, including the zucchini fries, the perfect smoky thigh wings, the double bacon and cheddar burger, the barbecue chicken bowl with ancient grains, the strip steak sandwich, the silver anniversary IPA, and so much more. Find out more about this spectacular menu. Take advantage of it. Go to glorydaysgrill.com. You can get your order in that way if you don't want to go yet. If you're still like, I'm not just sure I'm ready to sit in restaurants just yet, that's okay. Take advantage of the great to-go menu at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. All right, let's uh, let's sit on a finish. This let's do that. Let's, incubate it. Let's let's do that. It's been incubating. It's been incubating. So I guess we don't have to sit on it any longer. And we'll, you mean the let's cheeky birth ones? It. Let's birth it. Yes, this is a fun finish. This um, from uh, our friends at UPI, which we know better than a UT. Everybody's already. Kind of think of we've always could do to like make it not uh-huh. what we normally do. But right. You know, we've we've always said it. that. You know. Uh, Canadian police. Canadian geese. No police. Canadian police investigate. A reported blank blank at a blank. But it turns out it was actually just a blank. What a headline. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 I reworded it. Sorry to yeah. surprise the Toronto and put this one out, huh? Yeah. What, you, you got something? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm writing. You went kind of fast. Did I, though? Yeah, you're Canadian, lucky I can actually replay it in my Canadian head. Canadian police investigate it. a reported blank blank at a blank, but it turns out it was actually just a blank. Canadian police investigate a reported syrup theft at a refinery, but it turns out it was actually just a holiday. No. <laughs> no. Makes sense to me. I hear you. No. And what, is a refinery just a tree? Uh... I don't. I don't actually. It's organic yeah, raw. I hear you. Like you right. just kind of yeah. tap I, in and let it drip. You know. 
I, I don't think that's a that's a more of a Jemima. I know they don't do that anymore, but that's more of that sort of syrup kind of thing. I think. All right, all right. Get get to the next one. It's not. Excuse that. me. Just get to it. Uh, he says he's ready. You want to just call him? Oh, for God's sake. Or should we? Yes, call him. Yeah. It's fine. We'll talk to Adam. I'll finish this later. Damn it, Kyle. This is my fault? This is. This is. Wait, nobody heard you say that because your mic was off. This, 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 is, this is definitely your fault. I just started doing something. We're going to not pay it off. God. Jerk. This is my fault. Canadian police investigator reported COVID violation at a restaurant. Turns out it was just a mannequin. Police called to a Nova Scotia restaurant a report of a COVID-19 lockdown violation discovered the alleged illegal customer seated at a table was actually just a mannequin. Hmm. Things are still uh, a little bit different in Canada than they are here in the States when it comes to all this. Uh, This is at the Ardmore Tea Room in Halifax uh, where apparently he put a mannequin up, I guess for cheeky fun reasons. Somebody saw it and called the cops. But turns out uh, you're allowed to do that in Canada still. That's the way that it works. All right. Uh, It's minor league baseball opening day. Finally, it's taken us a long time. Um, No season a year ago, unfortunately. But they are playing baseball again in the minors. Tell us more about what it's going to look like and specifically what the Bowie Bay Sox are going to look like. He is our friend Adam Paul, of course, play-by-play voice of the Bay Sox, and he's back with us here on GCR. Adam, my friend, it's always great to chat with you, sir. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, no doubt, Glenn. I'm feeling cheeky. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that about you. Don't don't set up any mannequins in the broadcast booth. I could though, spell that though. You know, I'm not to say that I'd last long in the spelling bee, but that that, that would be one where I'd get the uh, no mannequin. I'd, 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 I'd be I'd be heading back in tears. I don't think mannequin is as tricky girl. as you think it is. A N N E Q I U I N. Yeah, but what about cheeky? I can't spell. Oh, you can't spell cheeky. Yeah, that's that's more difficult. That's more difficult. All right, Adam. Let's start with this. What does this mean to finally be playing baseball again? I think that you and I talked a little bit about how how much last year impacted minor league teams. We know there was a drastic change throughout minor league baseball um, in the relationship with major league baseball. Exactly what does it mean to communities around the country that minor league baseball begins again? Oh man, that, what a question. You know, what a it's emotional. It's an emotional day throughout the industry. Um, you know, uh, it was kind of a one-two punch. Obviously people suffered so much more than than uh, than what happened to the industry of minor league baseball through this COVID pandemic. There's no doubt about that. You know, even with the Bay Sox, we lost one of our beloved ushers. We lost one of our, you know, longtime season ticket holders due to COVID. So, uh, but but uh, as far as the industry, you know, um, the majority of people that worked in minor league baseball when this pandemic hit aren't working in minor league baseball anymore. That's stunning, and it's you know, terrible. You know. Uh, livelihoods gone. Um, and then, of course, Major League Baseball kind of taking over the minors. Uh, a lot of the tradition of Minor League Baseball, you know, we're not the Eastern League anymore. We're in the Double-A Northeast League. You know, it, there's no playoffs this year. Uh, you know, all, all these things that, that, that are going to be a, a lot different. But, um, but altogether, this is the turning point, right? So, a lot of the frustration and the trials and tribulations of of the last 600 days in minor league baseball. Now, uh, this is that turning point. So things are going to start getting better for everybody. Teams are able to open up their gates and bring fans in, and 
Uh, the Bay Sox are opening on the road, uh, but uh, but we'll be at home uh, Tuesday, May 11th, and tickets are available. And it's just so exciting to say that again. Oh, so no it's, doubt, it's a man. Big big night. No doubt. So when you say that, I, obviously the the headline this year for the Bowie Bay Sox is the presence of. Um, some player that perhaps people have heard of. Um, I, it, when you say tickets are available, I think that's important. I, I think there might be people that assume, hey, you know, with, with there not being able to be full capacity at places, it's going to be sure. hard for me to get tickets. Uh, you're saying, no, if you want to come out and watch Adley Rushman play baseball, y- you can do it right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, the Bay Sox have a huge stadium, which a lot of times is a tough thing because – you have a big crowd, and it doesn't look like it's that huge of a crowd because we have a stadium of 10,000 people. But that's to our benefit now, right, because we can have 27% occupancy. So we can have 2,700 people, you know, at, at the ballpark. So if you want to come out uh, during the week, tickets, you know, you know I mean, you're going to be able to get tickets. And I, I would plan in advance for a Saturday night, obviously, because we're going to be selling out on those nights for sure. Sure. Uh, but, uh, but no doubt about it, yeah, tickets are available. All so. right. We want to get that word out. And, and and what's the best way for people to like get their tickets right now? Um, I mean, the easiest is BaySox.com. And then, of course, uh, there, you won't have a physical ticket, right? So so it's going to be kind of a scan your cell phone type of deal. But uh, uh, but but that it'll it'll be it'll be seamless. So. All right, let's let's talk about the baseball part of this specifically mm-hmm. with with Rutschman, Adam. Like yeah. The, I'm 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 nervous that this is going to be the most overanalyzed minor league baseball player we've ever seen in the history of ever. That like when he has an O for four night, we're going to like panic in a way that we never panicked before. Although in fairness, the Orioles are good right now, but like you know, our, knowing what we're going through, this man is so important to what the Orioles' plans are. Um, I, I guess the first part being, what what should a reasonable expectation be? for Orioles fans, considering we are talking about someone that, like, hasn't been able to play organized baseball. I know they've been playing alternate site games, but, like, in heat, if you will, in well over a year. Yeah, it's a great, great question. It's, it is a little bit of a crapshoot, isn't it? Now, Rutschman, if he were a high school uh, number one overall pick, he'd probably be in buoy like a guy like uh, Ryan Mountcastle was at the age of 20. Now, the thing for Rutschman, he is a collegiate guy that probably would have been with the Bay Sox during the 2020 season. So for being a number one pick, you know, uh, the average double-A ball player is almost always 24 years old. So he's not there yet, obviously, but he's not that much younger than that. So he, I think that Rutschman's got a chance to be a, a dominant player. I, You know, we saw it with Matt Wieters. In 2008, Wieters was the minor league player of the year, and he hit, I believe, 360 in Bowie. Trey Mancini was a 359 hitter in Bowie. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy for Rutschman to go out there and hit 400. We did have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. did that in our league as a young guy a few years ago. But, but it, it, uh, you know, the hope is that, um, calling games that that's new. Of course, um, the Orioles are very bullish on Rutschman's ability to do that, but uh, he's a catcher. So he's going to take on a lot of responsibility. He's going to be catching, you know, so often they're going to play him a little bit at first base. They're going to DH him. So he's basically going to be in the lineup every day and he's only played 37 pro games. So, you know, you could spin it either way, but, uh, but, 
I would expect that Rutschman's gonna gonna be dynamic uh, here in the Double uh, A Northeast League. Uh, DL Hall, of course, is another headliner for the roster this year for the Bay Sox. Um, but he only, you know, you only get to see him uh, every couple of days. Obviously, who are the other guys that that you're most interested in seeing as you get back to calling games this season? Yeah, you know, when looking at Hall, one, one interesting thing that he said was that he only walked three guys all spring, and that's kind of the that MO, good. right? Hall said he's very sick of hearing about his scouting report of being erratic. I think he's so dominant that it almost hurts him. Nobody hits a fair ball against him, you know? I mean, it's like, you know, can I get a ground ball to short on a 1-1 count? Do I have to go deep in the count with everybody? But he's a, a 13 strikeout per nine ratio guy in Frederick, and then, of course, he walks six per nine, which is a very elevated number so that's going to be really really intriguing to watch i think the starting uh, rotation um, you know, they're kind of doing a piggyback deal there's going to be five starters here this week to begin but uh, like for instance tonight deal hall's going and then great center is going to follow and center is uh, obviously a, a kind of an under the radar but a but a really strong prospect in the system um, I, I think two of the guys, though, that the Orioles traded for during uh, this lapse in minor league baseball stand out to me. Kyle Bradish. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll give you three names that are all traded okay. for. Kyle Bradish, uh, the, in the Dylan Bundy trade, the main prospect in the Bundy trade, even though Isaac Matson was in that trade as well and just got called up to the bigs. Uh, so Bradish is going to be a real guy to focus on. If there is a pitcher that took a major step forward in the 2020 alternate site season, per se, that nobody got to see, uh, the Orioles really, really are bullish on what Bradish could do. Uh, Kevin Smith was the New York Mets minor league pitcher of the year in 2019. He was a part of the Miguel Castro trade. He kind of fits the mean Zimmerman, uh, Loudon, Alex Wells mold of a very pitchable left-hander that throws 90, 91 miles an hour. So we'll see. Uh, he should probably do very well at the double-A level, but it'll be interesting as he rises up. Is if his stuff plays at the highest levels of the game. And then, you know, the Orioles are desperate for infielders, and one they traded for as a big piece in the Michael Givens deal was Taryn Vavra. Yeah. Uh, what a name. And he was a third-round pick. Uh, is playing in double-A for our first time this year, but in 2019, he was in the South Atlantic League. So that's the league that uh, Delmarva's in, a 14-team league, and he led that league in on-base percentage and was second in the league in OPS. And he's not like a big bopper power guy. So Robert is going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, as a guy that, uh, you know, is a 300 hitter in his career in the minor leagues uh, and also comes from a, a baseball family like his father and his two older brothers were minor league ball players. So uh, he's going to be a really, really interesting guy to watch. All right. Adam, before I let you go, the question that we're talking about this morning, uh, I, I mm -hmm. phrased it as, how do we talk to our kids about Cedric Mullins? And and what I'm trying to say is, like, <laughs> we're, we're all enjoying this. It's unbelievable. And Cedric's such a likable guy that, you know, it, it, it adds a level to it. And we're, we're so happy for him. But, like, at what point, you know, how long does it have to go before we go from – hey, this is a neat story to, you know, this guy just might be a really good baseball player, and then knowing that the Orioles in the throes of a rebuild, how might that fit with what the Orioles are doing? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it over to you. How do we talk to our kids about Cedric Mullins, Adam Pohl? Oh, man, he's such a fun player. He's an electric player to watch. I mean, he's a 13th-round draft choice out of Campbell, you know, Campbell. The he Camels, Campbell, man, come on. Campbell. Yeah, who doesn't, who doesn't know about the Camels? College, he went to a junior college. 
and the junior college's best baseball player ever. Lewisburg Junior College was the great Otis Nixon of, of the Atlanta Braves. Oh, I did not night. know that. But, I did not know that. Yeah, but Cedric Mullins is a guy that, um, uh, that those that love Mullins uh, see, number one, he's an outstanding defensive outfielder at a very important position. So that's big. So he doesn't have to hit like a ton to be a very valuable ball player, right? Uh, but in the same regard, he hits for power. That helped last night, didn't it? Uh, you know, you wouldn't think he hits for power because he's so slight and frame. Yep. Uh, you know, he's not a big guy at all, but he doesn't walk a ton. So he doesn't play like the classic leadoff hitter game. So if he's not hitting, he's not getting on base. So for guys that are detractors of Mullins, that's what they lean on. They say, like, he, he tries to hit for too much power. He needs to be more of a guy that's going to be like a, you know, 350, 360, 370 on base guy over the course of the year. Um, uh, but obviously when you're hitting that as your batting average, which he's doing now, you know, it's all good. He's always been a switch hitter in my time seeing him. So this is the, you know, this is the X factor, right? Is he going to be a 315 hitter uh, if he just stays left-handed? If he is, he's a dominant, dynamic ball player. But I've seen Cedric be a very streaky hitter, which is exciting because when he is hot, he can carry a team. But the majority of ball players. Uh, in Major League Baseball, they can't carry a team for like a, you know three weeks or a month. Mullins can do that. He did that in Bowie. I mean, his first road trip in Double A, he had 16 hits in a seven-game road trip. He homered in the first at bat of the season in 2017, and then he pulled his hamstring three days later and was kind of never the same that mm-hmm. year. But like that first week was like, oh my god, this guy is unbelievable. And that was the spring training that Buck Showalter talked about into the Orioles media every day. I don't think Buck was ever in love with a prospect more than Cedric Mullins in that spring of 2017. So, look, he's a a ball player. And, And once again, you know, if in a few weeks he cools down and has a bad week, still remember that he's playing like top five defense in center field in sure, the digs, sure. and that's important. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, at Paul Adam on Twitter is how you follow him, and MILB.TV is what people have to be signed up for to see the broadcast, correct? They, they do, and, uh, you know, I, I posted uh, at Paul Adam uh, a look at all 28 Bay Sox players, and I tried to get Very some cool. fun facts. The craziest fun fact, Tyler Irwin, reliever. Uh, the great, great, great nephew of 11th President James K. Polk. Whoa, how about that? the Southwestern states for the United States. How about that? And Tyler Irwin is from Arizona, so he wouldn't be from the United States uh, if uh, if it wasn't for his great, great, great uncle. That's so there phenomenal. you go. Yeah, that is excited. phenomenal. Adam <laughs> Pohl, my friend, always appreciate you. Look forward to be doing uh, – we're going to be doing Bowie Bay Sox stuff again throughout the season this year yes. as we've done for years, and we love that. Thank you for taking a couple Thank of minutes for so us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Adam Pohl joining us here on GCR. Uh, appreciate him doing that as it is MILB opening day. For teams like the Bowie Bay Sox, they're on the road against Altoona. Hey, T-Bone, it's good to see you, buddy. You got uh, you, you guys are cool to hang for a couple minutes. We got Brandon Stevens from the Ravens supposed to be joining us, their third-round pick right now. And then we'll chat with you next, if that's all right. Well, not you, but we'll chat with Kelly next. You, we don't like you. We don't like T-Bone at all. We never wanted to chat with T-Bone over the years. Yeah, right. 
All right. Uh, today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4, available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. We continue to meet the newest Baltimore Ravens. Our next guest selected with the 104th overall pick in the third round of the NFL draft. He is a defensive back out of SMU. It's a pleasure for us to welcome into the show for the first time Mr. Brandon Stevens, who's with us now on GCR. Brandon, it's Glenn and Kyle. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us, and congratulations on being a Baltimore Raven. Man, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me. It still it sounds like that still feels good to you, like that it's still maybe not fully like set in where it's normalcy just yet to be described that way. Yeah, it hasn't hasn't quite uh, you know, hit me yet. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm, I'm sure it will. You know, on my way to the, on my way to the airport. That's you know, awesome. Going to Baltimore. That's awesome, man. Well, we look forward to get you here and and to find out more about you and to see you on the football field. Let let me go back if I could. Um, you know, a lot has been made about you and switching positions and transferring and the whole deal. Can you tell me where you were like mentally when you decided to do this? Were you? Were you fearful that it might be the end? Were you were you convinced that you knew you could play um, in the secondary and that this was your path to the NFL? Like, where was your head at when you made such a bold decision uh, as you did to jump from one side of the ball to the other? Yeah, man, I just, you know, I've always had a love for the position. Um, you know, I played a little bit in high school, but, um, you know, I just I just felt like, you know, just playing on, a def- on the defensive side of the ball was – uh, you know, my best chance at, you know, getting to this point. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I just, you know, it, and it just all started with my love for the position, you know. And so, um, you know, I really didn't hesitate to make the make the transition and make the switch. You know, I knew it was the right the right call. And so, you know, um, you know, I talked to my family about it and, you know, we just we just went with the, the, the decision. But was there anybody in your life that was like, wait, what, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, did you get any of those responses from anyone when you were trying to explain oh. to him? Oh man, a ton, yeah, a ton, right. dude. Because you know, just just moving to uh, not only the defense, but you know, defensive back. That's a that's a one hell of a switch, you right, know. And right. you gotta have a ton of experience to do it. But uh, you know, I, I you know, I just told him, you know, my family. You know, I've always been natural. You know the um, and. You know, this. Uh, you know, I just had the vision of you know getting to this point. You know, as a defensive back, but um, oh, but yeah, I, I, man, there was countless people. You know, saying, you know, man, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I've got to think there were moments throughout your childhood when you were growing up, or when you were with friends playing football out in the yard. You know, you rotate quarterback, receiver, defensive back. Did you know that like you could lock down people when you covered them, and so the switch was maybe something you were like, look, I've kind of done this before. I know. But I'm gonna be just fine. Oh yeah, man. Like I like I said, I've always been natural, you know, at the position. Um, you know, so so covering people wasn't wasn't new to me, you know, before I made the switch. And so I I knew I could, you know, line up against, you know, any receiver and, you know, do what I had to do, you know, and so uh, you know, that just made the decision easier, you know, because I started out with confidence from 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 the jump. Are you are you the type that like now maybe you're dreaming of like the opportunity to be used in some sort of like tricky ways or or do you give up all of that like I I'll I'll never assume that I'll be on the offensive side of the ball again in my life. 
Man, if uh, if Coach Harbaugh wants me to tote the rock, man, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the right answer, right? Like, yeah, at this yeah. point in your career, you do whatever you got to do. Whatever they say, you're like, hey, man, I'm 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 with it. I'll go do it. Brandon Stevens, absolutely, with us on GCR. Brandon, you know, the Ravens talked about you know you and and they see a free safety, um, and and, and prim- primarily see a free safety. You, you, how much experience do you have at the various places in the secondary? And and did you think that made sense? Like that free safety might be the spot for you to succeed long term in the NFL? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I played. You know, uh, uh, nickel corner. You know, safety uh, at, at at SMU. And so, um, you know, I just feel like I'm a vers- versatile player. You know, that can you know be plugged in at any any spot on the field. So. You know, whatever you know, whatever spot you know the team needs me to play and and have the the biggest impact, man. I'm I'm more than willing to do. Is there any? We're talking with Brandon Stevens here on Glenn Clark Radio. Is there anything intimidating about the idea of being a Baltimore Ravens free safety? You know, like I, I hear there was a good one here at some point in the, in the history of football. <laughs> no, you're definitely right about that, man. Shoot, I, I grew up, you know, watching, you know, Ed Reed and and uh, you know the era of him and, and Ray Lewis, and so. You know this this team is um, you know they're, they're known for their defense you know and uh, um, and so just to be able to be selected to represent this organization and you know fill in big shoes that you know have have came before uh, the ones that are here now is is a is really an honor and, and a pleasure man. I mean, did you think about that at all? Like when you, when you, I, I, by the way, the video of your call, we got to talk about in a second, because it has brought a lot of people to tears in this city. But did, did you think about that? Like when it set in on you that it was Baltimore, that you are entering into a, a legacy, like your name is now being written in a place where defense has been, you know, sort of like hollow ground over the years. Yeah, man. Shoot. I think uh, just, just in the moment, I was just, you know, just, so happy to just hear my name called, right. you know, um, and so, you know, as, you know, as, as the night started to die down, you know, kind of just dawned on me that, man, I, I just get to represent this great organization and, and play with, you know, such a, um, you know, just, just uh, so many great people on the defense and, um, you know, and that, you know, that's, that's really what dawned on me. All right, Brandon, you know, this, this video of, of you talking to Eric DaCosta and the John Harbaugh, I'm not. I'm not sure that you love that the entire world has watched you cry. I imagine that you probably could have gone without that. But it it has really touched so many Ravens fans seeing your emotion. And to your point, I know it's 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 a little bit about the Ravens, but more about just getting the call from anybody. Um, what's coming out when we watch that? What's coming out? What are you feeling in that moment that made it so overwhelming for you when you got that phone call? Man, when I got the phone call, I just had, you know, just a flashback of, you know, everything that I've that I've gone through, you know, in the past, uh, you know, three, four years. Um, you know, just every decision I've made and, you know, every every workout that I've had and, you know, all the all the moments of, you know, just 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 everything, man. I just had a whole flashback of, of um what I've been through and um and it you know, it's been a it's really been a long time coming, you know. Um you know, not not a lot of people know exactly what I've what I've been through, man. But uh, it's been a long time coming, and you know, I had this vision from you know a little kid, you know, and so just to just to see my phone ring and you know talk to you know Coach Harbaugh and uh, you know Eric DeCosta, man, it was it was it was literally a, a dream come true, you know, and uh, um, you know, so I was just 
Man, I was emotional too. They man, they could have they could have held out the, uh, the crying <laughs> part a little a little bit, but uh, man, it, man, there's a lot of dudes who have a lot of videos of them crying this weekend that ended up on social <laughs> media. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, hopefully I'm not not known for that, man. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about like your talk about your dedication, right? Like I talk, I had the pleasure of speaking with your mother, and she was lamenting the fact that on the Monday after you were drafted, you were still insistent on waking up at 6 in the morning hmm. and going to the gym to work out, right? Like, where does that drive come from? Is it, I mean, clearly you are not satisfied just being a third-round draft pick. It seems like you were holding yourself to an even higher standard now that you've reached the level that you've been working to get to. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, shoot the, I'm, you know, my mindset is, you know, the work never stops, you know, and and I know I've I've been brought you know to the Ravens organization for a reason, and so you know just you know all I know all I know is work, man, and, and getting back to work, and um, so you know that I've been you know my parents have instilled that in me and my siblings from a young age, and so you know it's it's definitely just stuck with me you know um, 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 to this day. He's Ravens third round pick Brandon Stevens. He's with us here on GCR. Brandon, actually, we need to follow up on that because um, uh, Kyle got how, me in. How, your mother seemed, is she she's, one of the she's best very cooks? gracious. She she she, she extended she, an invite yeah. to, to stay at her house. If I'm ever in Plano or Dallas area, and, she, your mother was gracious enough to say that I'm welcome to stay and that she would be happy to cook for me. And I imagine that's something I should probably be considering. Uh, we, we're we're thinking about doing the show from your mom's house. <laughs> we're thinking about taking the show on the road. Is is this just who she is? Like what she's all about? Like she was a type that always wanted to have your friends over and. And 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 wanted to cook for him. Oh, definitely, man, definitely. Sue, uh, she, you know, uh, you know, just to just for her to get a call from, you know, um, you know, you you all who are, um, you know, a, a, a part of the Ravens family and and whatnot. She that she sees it just that way. You know, we're, <laughs> we're all family now. Um, so. You know, matter of fact, when we get off uh, this call, y'all uh, text me y'all's favorite meals, and uh, <laughs> I'll send it, send it straight over to her. <laughs> well, now we need to know. You're a little more experienced. What would what should we be asking? Yeah, what's what's worth us yeah. making the the trip down to Plano? Like, what what is it that your mom makes that we should get on the next flight down that way in order to experience? Man, she does it all. She does it all. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, you can't get tired of her cooking. You know, uh, <laughs> man, I made sure I made sure when I uh, you know transferred to SMU from uh, from UCLA that I'm I'm living at the house because there's nothing better than your mama's cooking. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna ask her to come up and like you know spend the fall in Baltimore so you still have it in your life? <laughs> man, whatever it takes to, to get some hands on some of her food, man. I'm, I'm, you got to give me one. Give me one thing. You you can have. Your mom says before you leave it's for your Baltimore, birthday, I'll yeah, make you get your one meal. Dish. What's what's the meal? Man, I'm so I'm a I'm a Texas guy. You know, I love some some soul food, some southern food. I mean, so uh, you know, she makes a, a mean mean uh, dish of oxtails. Uh, you know, collard greens and, and black eyed peas. Um, with with, uh, with cornbread, so man, if, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be getting that uh, here in the next next few days. Bro, you're, you're speaking our language. Yeah, I mean, I'm not kidding. We really might come do the show live <laughs> <laughs> from your mom's house. Like that might be a thing that happens because that is an offer that is almost too good for us to turn down, my man. Oh like, yeah, that is Absolutely, phenomenal. Man. Brent, you know, people will bring up, um, they'll say, hey, you know, you, you still, maybe the guys you're competing with have more experience than you do. How, how, do, you, how do you close that? What, what makes the difference for you 
as you make this jump that you are ready on day one to be a guy for this football team, despite the fact that, you know, you were doing something else just a couple of years ago? Right, man. Um, you know, I, I have a, you know, a ton to learn, you know, from the vets that are already in the locker room. And so, um, you know, I think just, just staying in there here and, and, you know, just becoming more prepared for, you know, for Sundays, you know, it'll, 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 it'll pay off, you know, and, uh, you know, I know I can, um, you know, play, uh, play the position and, you know, I wasn't brought in, brought into this organization, uh, for no reason. And so I look at that, I look at it, you know, um, um, as it is and, you know, and, and, and like I said before, man, it's, it's all about getting back to work and, and just continuing what I'm doing and, and, uh, and also more. Um, so that, that's, that's really what it is, man. Would you rather have an interception or a clean big hit? Mm, mm, like a like a like one that you get to stand over right. a little bit and say something for. Oh man, it's it's well, it's, it's all about the ball on defense. So <laughs> I'd rather have a, a interception and, and give it back to uh, Lamar and then so I could go score. I mean, I appreciate that, but there is something that comes with like you know reminding people like who you are, right? There's something there's something about that moment. Like it feels like you're a conquering champion. That uh, that just won like a, a gladiator match, right? Like, there's got to be something about that, that that you can't compare anything quite to. Yeah, man, shoot, it's uh, you know, it's it's, it's obviously a great feeling. You know, the the crowd gets gets fired yeah. up. Yeah. You know, the sideline gets fired up, and you know, just to just to see that, you know, you you know, you've made an impact in a game, and you know, there's a few plays that um, you know, have a tremendous impact on a game, you know, and. Um, you know, just to see the fans fired up, nothing, nothing's better than that. Unfortunately, you also have to look around to see if somebody just threw a flag because it just tends to be the way the football works anymore when you make that hit. Right, right, uh, right. Uh, yeah, you make a 360 and see if you have a flag. Then you get to enjoy it. Then you get to right. start talking at that point. Brandon, um, there are people that would say, uh, I, I, I didn't have a third-round grade on Brandon Stevens. I think the Ravens reached to get him. What, what, what do you say to those people that that didn't think that think the Ravens took you too early in this draft. Yeah, man. I just you know I feel like um, you know I'm, I'm a this is the best fit for me. Um, you know um, you know although I've had you know two years of experience, man. Um, you know I, I just feel like you know I, I was brought into this organization to impact you know this team immediately, and um, you know the great grades don't grades don't mean anything, man. It's all about yep. you know um, you know what you can do. You know the, the grade isn't. Um, you know, there's people that have, you know, high grades that don't do anything, um, you know, in the league, you know. And so, um, you know, just I just I just come in and work and, you know, just have that, that mindset to, you know, just help this team, you know, get to a Super Bowl and, and, and win one um, um, at that, you know. We love that. And, and, and I guess I need to follow it up by saying, can, can we are we right to assume that special teams are a big part of your game and that like you're you're ready to go in that department on day one to, to contribute as well in a way that other guys maybe aren't aren't quite as suited for? Oh yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. If, if if I'm not on uh, every every uh, special teams, I, I'd be surprised myself. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I know that's a big part of you know my development, and um, you know, and, and and also my role on the team. I love that, man. I love that that you you take pride in that. Brandon Stevens, man. Uh, get, let, let's let's get uh, social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Where can people be giving you a follow? What can we plug for you? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, B Steve B S T E V E underscore one. 
Give him a follow there, newest Baltimore Raven. Dude, I'm telling you, do not be surprised when we end up making the trip. Do not be surprised at all when we're broadcasting from your living room. Like, we are – it is a very difficult offer. We are we, – we need to talk about it with the crew here and figure out how to do it. We're going to be praying the next – every Super Bowl is in Dallas from Correct, now on. <laughs> moving forward so we can make the trip. Hey, um, man, the, the door's wide open. I love that, man. I love that. Brandon, really appreciate you taking the time for us this morning. We can't wait to, uh, to see you when you get here and get to know you even better, brother. Thank you for doing this, and congratulations again on being a Raven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Brandon Stevens, Baltimore Ravens. Appreciate him hopping on with us. Really enjoyed that. And Yeah, that's a true story. As we were, um, as we were coordinating uh, our conversation with Brandon Stevens, Kyle ended up, having, uh, ended up chatting with Brandon's mother at one point, and she legitimately could not be nicer. Obviously, she legitimately made the offer. I was like, "That is the most nice thing anyone's done." I thank you so much. I, I don't. Think it's a southern thing. I was. In oh, I don't think that, but I don't think we've had any of the others. No, I, don't I don't remember so any any other family member of a player. No, yeah. I, I mean, we're obviously. I've gotten effusive. to know. I mean, it's right. like a congratulatory moment. There's right. no doubt about right. that. I mean, this is a life. This is what they've. He's been dreaming of his entire no life, doubt. and to see that realized as a no, parent so has got to cool. be something special as well. So cool, man. So cool. Appreciate him joining us this morning. All right. Hour number two of today's program is also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. We come back in. This is National Melanoma Month, and we've got a melanoma survivor here in studio with us. It's going to tell us more about how you can get involved and do something, and I think we're even going to be giving some stuff away, uh, an opportunity for you to hang out. Um, we'll talk more about that. Kelly O'Donnell Ware is going to join us here next. We're in the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio Press Box. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, winning trip the Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather Weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Guys, we're almost there. As a lot of people have said, we are at the 10-yard line, but the COVID-19 pandemic is not quite over so we need to continue to be vigilant do the right things including wearing our masks and if we're gonna wear them why wouldn't we wear masks that represent our favorite teams and players home team masks available right now pressboxonline.com slash masks we got a purple and orange state flag neck gator for you as well as the celebrate 8 mvp neck gator and an over the ear faded distress state flag and traditional colors mask they're available pressboxonline.com slash masks let's get this over with wear our masks home team masks 
Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host Zach Goodman every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash the bat around or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Press Box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio, and we have been joined now in studio by a very special person. Um, I did not know that May was National Melanoma Month, and actually yesterday was Melanoma Monday um, in, in honor of melanoma awareness and it being the deadliest form of skin cancer and... I'm I mm, I'm embarrassed to say this. I say this as a man who, when I went to put my six-year-old on my shoulders last night, I realized I got way too much sun on my neck on Sunday when I was out playing tennis. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, our friend Kelly O'Donnell Ware from Kelly's Dream has joined us here in the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio this morning. Kelly, it's so great to see you. I don't know why you hang out with T-Bone. <laughs> I have no idea why you would pal around with a guy like that, but uh, you stepped up a little bit. No, appreciate you <laughs> with having With a name like T-Bone, how can you not? I, I love that. I love Tom. He's been a friend and a supporter of everything we've done for a really long time. In fact, uh, we, did a, we, did a, we do an event every year to help out Helping Up Mission. And Tom literally brought all of his like luggage. I mean, like a, a car's worth of luggage. He put it out to all of us, us. To, to help him he collect is, that. He it means a great deal to me every year that Tom steps up for us in that way. And so we're more than happy to try to step up for you guys a little bit. Um, I, I want to talk about your background, right? Like okay. this, we, you're here because you're a melanoma survivor. Correct. Tell me your story. I will start by telling you it. It began for me in 1991. A typical textbook version of what melanoma would look like on your skin. Uh, I had it removed, moved on with life, thinking, okay, that's a done deal. And, you know, cancer, the word cancer I mean, but did you me. know it was melanoma? I you, did. I okay. was told at removal, but I did not fully understand. At that point, I was young, and I did not find out until 2008 how serious it could be because I felt a lump in my groin, which was actually a recurrence of the melanoma, which had... Um, become internal. So you said that was that was seven years later? Eighteen years oh, later. Eighteen. Seventeen, eighteen years later, oh yes. Oh my gosh. So it's it's never goes away. 
That math doesn't work. I don't. I, I gotta. I gotta really think 91 about that. Ninety-one to two thousand and eight. No, I mean, I mean the math of how old you might be. That math does not well, work. I well, don't believe that. Anyway, no. we'll move on from I, that. Well, I, w- okay. I had it while my mother was pregnant. That there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's the math that I was trying to figure out. Okay, so so when it returns, what is it now at this so point? So it return when it returned, it was considered uh, late stage. It was in my lymph nodes, and it, 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 a tumor formed on my lymph nodes. Um, no, no idea in this world that this was a possibility of what's considered skin cancer can actually even begin internally. But I did have a primary site on the outside. I endured a major surgery, and they removed clusters of lymph nodes, and they came back as showing the uh, tumors were also in some of those. And I started a clinical trial because that was my only option. Now, at this time, I had two young children. Um, well, yeah, the, yeah. the term's late term, late like, stages yeah, scary, that, that's scary. a really terrifying Horrible. set of words to put together in a sentence. Very, so, very much so. I did a clinical trial where I self-injected two non-FDA-approved drugs, and I had to do it, and they said the side effects were feeling like the flu, and when I asked, how long will you be doing, well, I have to inject these, and they told me two years. I said, wow, that's a long time of feeling like yeah, you have Right, flu. yeah, that sounds really awful. I have it for two days, and I want to, <laughs> you know, I'm in like, God. Right? Well, f- well, five, six months later, it returned in my abdomen. So they kicked me out of the trial, and they had to do another surgery, which was like from my hip bone into my belly button, removed a um, golf ball size, well, sports show, so that's the perfect yeah, analogy. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Golf ball size tumor from my abdomen. And they said, we will try to find you a new trial. At that time, there were not many options. And well, you fast forward to today, and, and there's some incredible research that's been done. There are many that's more. One, that's, God, God bless the people right. that are working. God but the, bless you. Let me just you, share you know. my most exciting and very coolest part of this was that golf ball-sized tumor was frozen because I was a guinea pig, and I signed off to, to use, be a research, what, guinea, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, sure, absolutely. And they radiated it. And they put some other drugs in there that we can't pronounce because those names are really long and we're not smart <laughs> like those doctors. And every month for nine months, they chipped off a piece of my tumor that was radiated and they injected it back in my arms with a syringe, which was very painful. It would be nine to 20 shots. And they just kept pressing it in. And they said, this is our, you're, we're trying to use your tumor to make a vaccine that will... Hopefully, your the rest of your immunity system will grab onto it, and it will spread throughout your body as a vaccine towards Holy melanoma. Crap. That's incredible. Yeah. And they were saying basically, we are buying you time, and my goal was five years because that's basically what they told me. And here I am. Wow. And how long has it been? Twelve. Oh my god. Oh so, my god. Let me wow. just tell you a little. This is this is how I feel. My goal was to watch my daughter get her driver's license. That was my biggest thing. And then I thought, well, maybe I can see our son. Will be, I'll, I'll see him graduate middle school. And my grandson just turned one year old. Wow. So that just shows you how yeah. excited I am to be alive. Wow. And, how, and, like, how are you? I mean, I, I, I am perfectly I healthy. I'm, I, maybe I don't act right all the time, but <laughs> no, I love but I mean, life. I, like, but you know what I mean? Like, is it something that you still? It's, I'm not cancer-free. Right, okay. They call it NED, no evidence of disease, which means my PET scans no longer show that there's cancer because it's so minute. But if, in fact, this vaccine with the tumor, if it, in fact, works, which, of course, it's a research study, so they don't know for a fact, I'm immune to it. Wow. 
that's so that's the mindset that I keep. This is mind blowing. So right are you now. like are you? Uh, is this? This is, sounds pretty groundbreaking. Is that something that they are trying? It, is, the, is, you know, study, that's a great question. Right? Was the study successful? Are I they will tell you this. To, By the way, T Bone's giving me third base coach signals <laughs> from the other room, and I just need to point that out. Like I'm a man who's been Should around baseball his entire <laughs> life. Well, he's trying to tell me about what what we might see that the skin impact. But like he's the way he's doing it, it looks like he's telling me to bunt. He's like, oh, hey, he's okay. like, come on, man, read the signs. Oh, I was going to steal third, but since you're the boss um what i'm sorry so like is it that sounds like something i've never heard yeah, it's of very groundbreaking yeah. it was the front end of immunotherapy now the exact trial i was in did not move forward because no one really survived it wow so that immediate one was not put into a, right. a, a form of treatment because because with that tumor that was made into a vaccine. I also self-injected those same two drugs that I did in the first sure. trial, but it was considered an entirely new trial. Okay. But um, it didn't really work. Wow. I would like to tell so you. So you're a literal miracle. Yeah, they call me the miracle child in the doctor. <laughs> this, the, is this is unbelievable. Like, yeah. this is unbelievable. I'm very, very fortunate. And while very ill, I, that's when I started this nonprofit because I wanted to leave a legacy. I want people to remember me. This is a hell of a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unbelievable legacy. So I'm like, well, I want people to remember me. I'm going to throw a really big party. <laughs> I love to have a good time, and I'm going to give them All money right. to research. All right, we're, let's talk about Ke uh, Kelly's dream. Kelly O'Donnell Ware is with us in studio uh, here on Glenn Clark Radio. It's Melanoma Month, and, and we're trying to, to, to spread, to bring some awareness. But more importantly than that, what I just learned about Kelly's dream you guys, it's not just about, like, hey, wear your sunscreen. It's about there are people that are actually battling melanoma, and we need to do things for them. Yes. We need to help them. Tell me more so about that part of it. I will say the, the foundation is threefold, but, but basically most of it's twofold. But the third being I offer hope. I go and sit with patients. And this is, by the way, not just melanoma, all cancer patients. Okay. Anyone in, in Maryland that would need anything, I would sit with them. I go to, I've been to hospice. I've been to their homes. I've been to treatments. I've been, you, you name it. it but it, that, that makes me happy, and that's what I love to do. Um, the, the second part would be melanoma awareness and prevention. Uh, we, we go to schools, share my story that I just shared with you in much more detail. Uh, corporations. Health fairs, um, you name it. Any opportunity. I love to talk. If you can't, I know I got that sense. I got and you and these things are way more important than the stupid things that we like to talk about during the course of two. Well, hours. you know what? I'm proud of my my life. Know how much more important this is in debating so whether I, and, or not and, and, Cedric Mullins can keep hitting at a certain <laughs> level. This is so much more important than that. Well, I will, anyway, I will say any chance we get to speak and to educate, I take that opportunity. We also have a sunscreen dispenser program where we put them on different um, athletic fields, colleges and high school. We, we take them to different parks. Or, there are 5Ks in the area. Wow, what a great us. idea that is. So that sunburn on the back of your neck. Oh, what a great <laughs> idea that is. Kelly, I, I hate I, – I go play tennis early in the morning. Right? I'm not a morning person. I do, I do my work better at night. It's just the way it is. But everybody wants to play tennis in the morning before it's the hottest I, I that it's going to be during the day. So we play tennis once a week. We get together. And, like, I just – in my, my brain is not fully there with me when I wake up in the morning, right? Like, I get up. I'm just like, all right, I got a thing of water. I got to get out of here. I'm going to be late. And I just I just don't think about it. And, and a lot of times the sun's not overbearing when you leave, right? You leave is still coming up, and you're like – it's just not something that's, that's, that's top of mind for you. You guys are aware of that and trying to correct it. So you it. do walk away with something today. 
Yeah, I mean, no, I, I need to learn. I need to get I, much better. I'd love better. to share this with you as well. I understand you have two little boys. Yes, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. God bless you. I love it. I, 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 it's hard work. I and and by, wait, I'm way better at getting sunscreen on them than I am. Okay, me, that's admittedly. what I was going to share I'm with way you. Better. I, and I give my wife a lot of credit. I don't give my wife credit for everything, but I give her a lot of credit for and this. And they hate putting it on. Oh, it, it drives them nuts. Well, but anytime we're going anywhere, she's like, yeah. "Got to get sunscreen." It's statistically on you. proven that by the sunburns they get at a younger age are the ones that come back to haunt you later on. So it's it's you, your skin doesn't forget. So when those kids, when I was a child. Back when Jesus was a boy, <laughs> um, I got bad sunburns, and your skin does not forget it. Even though your skin heals and peels and it gets better, th- th- you know that damage has been done in the other layers, so it, it does not go away. Critically important. Very important. But so. you, the idea of having it in dispensers at parks—fantastic! It's idea. such a phenomenal idea because there's so many times where I get somewhere and I'm like, "Oh, I'm such an idiot! I didn't I mean, put yeah, sunscreen." I mean, think about on. having it at different public pools. You know, like right. the, the clubs that people belong to. Sure. Now we were we were on such a good roll at the end of 2019 into the beginning of 2020, and then the world stopped. Yes. So this whole program was put to a halt. All right. Let, let's talk about how we can help. Let's do that. Kelly's dream is the foundation. T Bone, remind. Well, I don't. You, you just yell yell out to me what you're trying to say, T Bone. T Bone, come on in here. Yeah. We're looking, we're yeah. T Bone, get in. Get in here first. For people to go to Kelly's dream. That's what we're gonna do. Kelly's and, and apply for aid. Oh, yes. that part of it. Oh, I didn't even get to that part okay. yet. Okay, that's the, the the other side of what we do, and a high percentage of the funds that are raised go to financially help all types of cancer patients in Maryland. So grassroots and everything stays local. So when when you make a $25, 55, $50 donation, a very high percentage of that will pay for someone to get to and from treatment. We'll buy them groceries. We have partnered with Movable Feast. We have their meals delivered to them, healthy meals, which are very necessary while going through treatment. Um, Grocery gift cards. Tom, what else do we do? Oh, yeah. Utilities, huge. Because if they don't have their power, they can certainly not get. Right. They need that. Right. You know, child care, clothing. Here, Tom, you can, you, I'll give you my microphone for a second. Well, Go ahead. No, a, cu- a couple of years ago, we were even able to help a homeless woman set up a residence so she could go through chemotherapy because you won't they won't give you chemotherapy if you don't have a physical address so we were able to do that as well um our gas cards we use one of your sponsors we use royal farms royal farm is 95 percent of where i get the gift cards so um you know people that might live in bel-air or have the grace and need to go to hopkins have to go or the university of miracle medical center twice a week Three times a week, and so the gas is expensive at, at that point. Too. Parking, we pay for their parking expenses. So, we, anything, we anything we can. So, 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 I, w- the, we're talking about a twofold thing here. You, yeah, you're looking for people to donate, and we're going to talk about some of the and events we, that are coming up. Of course, raising money is the number one thing. But, but yes, you're also looking for people Absolutely. who are going through their own Absolutely. cancer battles to and go. The application to is right on the website. You that's download amazing. it and print it and, and and send it our way, and we get you taken care of. So that's that's an incredible thing. So it's not just that you're asking for like donate if people can do that if you just want to donate out of the goodness of your heart donate out of the goodness of your heart but you do have a couple of big fundraiser events coming up that you know you're going to donate money and you're going to get some cool things in return like getting to go see justin schlegel perform comedy this saturday night exactly we all love justin he's one of the funniest men in this area i he has a gift unlike anything i've ever heard before in my life Literally every time he talks, he's funny. I don't know how it's possible. I, I have no idea how a human being, he is the Michael Jordan of comedy. Um, there's an event Saturday night 
State Theater in Haverty Grace, correct? May 8th. Big Time in Comedy. Is hosting it and the funds. And I'll be there. Tom will be there. Yep. I'll be on stage. It's actually a a wrestling. It's comedy mania. So it's a wrestling theme. And there's going to be some surprise guests. That's right. That's right. I am a wrestling guy. Well, then maybe we need you on the studio. God, I got to figure out. We need you on. Yeah, there's going to be a ring. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's really. I love from MCW. That's a really cool. I love that guy. Oh, wait. There's going to be a ring set Yes, that's where the comedians do their show. Oh, that's awesome. and oh, that's Larry, awesome. Larry Legend. Larry yes. the Legend's the host the, as well. With the, with the big microphone from the... Oh, I that's love tremendous. Larry. Right, so. That's tremendous. I love that. So that's Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday at 8 o'clock. Now, eight, eight, we, eight. we've got a pair of tickets to give away to that event. We do. For people... That, and I'll, I'll do that in here in one second. But for somebody who doesn't win their tickets that way, they go where to get their tickets? They would go to bigtimecomedy.com. Big bigtimecomedy.com. Yeah, hit their the events. Website. Click on their events. For Saturday night. And on Facebook. Big and Time and Comedy on Facebook. Big Time and Comedy on Facebook as well to get your tickets for Saturday night's event at the State Theater in Haverty Grace with Justin Schlegel. That's not the only event you have coming up. You have an, a look. I, the words "bull roast" around here are just magical words. Like, are you when, from Baltimore? Yeah. When you okay, want to get so when you, you want to get people to now, I happen to I do a pig roast myself every well, year. That's a well, different thing. I was going to tell her about. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah T Bones, T Bones, Ben. He knows it is a magical day. It is an incredible thing. But the words "bull roast" in this community get people together. You just say, "Hey, by the way, Saturday Night Bull Roast." They say, "I don't care what it's for. Yeah, we're yeah. there. Like that's yeah. the that's the way spinning that it works. wheels. Correct. And, you know. We're so, all in. You, know, you can gamble. You can drink. You can dance. Eat, eat, right and dance. Yep. Bob, Bob Popic, the Orioles. Oh, DJ. Yeah, Woody. We love Woody. Woody. Yeah, he's our DJ. Woody's going to be our DJ this year. So it's it's great. That's not. This was going to be a Friday night event on June nineteenth, eighteenth, eighteenth. Well, you know that's yeah. the night before my own. That what a perfect weekend. Is man. it really? That, that, that's that's great. You know, we'd love to see you there too. I'd love and, to be and, there. It's a it's a fun night, and it's cheap. Forty five dollars. Wait, what? Say forty five dollars. How are you raising money when you're only charging forty five dollars for a Because um, we do it very smart. We do. It, we we have great it. great auction items and raffle items. I try to keep and that you, price and down you can to get gamble without getting in trouble, and hopefully the mask mandate will be lifted by then. I mean, I like to get in trouble. I don't know about you. <laughs> and I can see that you're going to do everything, whatever the the. the oh yeah, we're following, gonna, of yeah, course, whatever the, the, the rules are at that Absolutely. point. You're going to be following well, all of them. Is, There's not going to be anybody that's going to be, you know, no, 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 nothing, no, no problems like that. By the way, throw out a little. Have you have you been to the State Theater yet and have it? No, I haven't. So my buddy Jared Node up there, and and uh, it's fantastic what they've done with the State Theater up in Haverty Grace. It is just gorgeous. Um, they're going to start bringing in bigger name acts, and hopefully we're going to partner with them to do a couple things. First Friday's up in Havana Grace, so it's, it'll be a good time Friday wow. night. And Justin, like you said, is phenomenal. It's, it's, right? That's a thousand. It's, I'm so jealous. I'm so insanely jealous of how good Justin is at what he does. All right, so, so again, the Bull Roast is at Columbus Gardens on June 18th. June 18th. And to get tickets for that. That is kellysdream.org. Kellysdream.org. The comedy show, go to, and, and Kelly's, the, Dream Kelly's Dream on Facebook. Thank you, Tom. And then for the comedy show, it's bigtimecomedy.com or the Big Time and Comedy uh, Facebook page. Now, I would like to add this comedy show is definitely adult content. So if, if Fair enough. Don't bring, I, I, don't I, I warn think you. it's only fair to warn you don't, that. Don't bring I, the six-year-old and the three-year-old. Right. Okay, fair enough. I won't do that. I will not bring the six-year-old and three-year-old. Oh, and by the way, it's also being live-streamed. You can watch it. But let's let's make sure we sell the tickets first. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then. But <laughs> if you would like to just watch it because you're not comfortable being out or you don't live close by, there will also be a link where you can text to donate and That's that cool. sort of thing. That's cool. So it, 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 is, it can reach a, a wide 
wide range of people. Right. And you'll get to see Justin for free live. You know, on, on uh, go onto your Facebook or go to Kelly's Dream Facebook page. It'll be live streamed on there. Justin, come on and trust me, like you said, if anybody hasn't seen him, you think he's funny on 98 Rock. You ought to see him in person. Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. And we were going to have By raffles way, that night as well. You know what makes me sick? Even when he's not trying, even when you just bump into him somewhere, and it's just, the guy's just funny. He just has it coming out of his pores, man. I, I'm so jealous of him. He's such an unbelievable talent. But, and, and the guys at Big Time in Comedy have put together a really nice lineup. And Stefan Stavanovich, who's one of the funnier guys in this state, too. Um, Eric, how do you say Eric's last name? Jolacroix. Jolacroix. He's French. Oh, <laughs> French Canadian. Yeah. And he's no more classier than we so, are. <laughs> so they did a really good job putting this all together. We did it last year. Uh, we raised a little over two thousand dollars last year, and we had nobody in the theater. And to watch Justin and, and Wendy Townsend did it for us last year. To watch these comedians get as funny as they are with no audience to play off. They of. said it was the it was toughest job they've ever they've done. Ever I believe that. Because right. you so, feed off the audience. Yeah, no doubt. So we're glad to see all of this. And, and you're getting crowds, too, when you're doing it at Loyola now, right? Uh, we got people there, yeah. And we had we were able to finally do a live show last week out at Looney's. It was the first time we've taken the Very show on the cool. road. Very cool. Which it's one? Just, uh, the one in Perry Hall. We Perry were out Hall, there for yeah. a draft show. It was just great to be around That's people awesome. again. That's awesome. Good God, for it you. it was great to be around people again. It so. really is. The draft show was really good. And I thought Jeremy was very good on it. It was a... And... It, it, a- yeah. After about the fifth shot, he was, <laughs> when he when he went back to the well on, did you know Mac is cam backwards the second time? <laughs> I, I remember when you were shuffling him off after midnight after the after yeah. the thirty first pick. It yeah. was like we have to get rid of Jeremy now, yeah. and he's got he's to. Had a night. He's, he's had right. A night. But that was a good show too. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. All right, Kelly'sDream.org again is the website for the bull roast. You get your tickets there. Make donations there, and. If you're someone going through your own cancer battle, someone you, you can, love, yep, this is the time. We're apply here for, you. for aid that way. And then bigtimecomedy.com. Big timing. Big timing. Sorry. That's big okay. timingcomedy.com and big timing comedy on Facebook for tickets for the State Theater on Saturday night for the comedy show with Justin Schlegel to benefit Kelly's dream. That's that's what we need to know, right? Yeah. Well, let's give away a pair of tickets. Here's what we're gonna do. Because we have audience that listens later on in the day. I'm gonna give you twenty four hours. You're gonna. I'm gonna do the same thing I did last Thursday. You're gonna tweet me and you're gonna say I want it, and people are gonna see that and they're gonna wonder what it is that you're talking about. And we're gonna have to leave it alone from there. And people oh, will just always have to wonder. Tweet me great. at Glenn Clark Radio. Say I want it. We'll pick someone at random who'll get hooked up with a pair of tickets for Saturday night at the State Theater to go see Justin Schlegel. Do me a favor if you win the tickets. Throw in a couple of bucks, okay? Throw in a couple of bucks to support Kelly's dream as well. But we'll hook somebody up. You got 24 hours, so noon on Wednesday, we'll pick a winner for the uh, tickets to see Justin Schlegel on Saturday night at the State Theater in Haverty Grace to support Kelly's dream. Anywhere social media besides Facebook? Is there a Twitter or anything like what, that? Uh, you're on Instagram, right? Instagram, uh, Kelly. Uh, Okay. You forget that I'm old. <laughs> I am on there, but I don't. I'm not really good at keeping up with it. I believe the Twitter is at Kelly's underscore uh, dream. Well, there you see. He knows more yeah. than I do. I yeah. never oh, post on it. I need up. help. Oh. In, in our fifties, it's hard keeping up with. Excuse one me, Tom. Oh, well, <laughs> Just blew it for me. But it, it's hard for me to keep up, and I'm not in my fifties. We've, we've done well with Facebook, and and uh, there's uh, a minor in footprint on Instagram and other places. Hey, can I share two other things? Yes, you can One, share as many other things you, as you want. I want to tell you, Cam Cameron, the, the, the previous defensive coach. Offensive coordinator. Offensive yep. co- I'm sorry. Yep, it's okay. He's a melanoma survivor. I think I did know that. I think I did know that. And, and one of my proudest moments also was 2014, I believe, 
I got to throw out the first pitch of the Baltimore. Oh my God! For World Cancer Survivor Day. How cool is that? And they, yeah, they chose me from all the survivors within. Where, the where state. you? How, okay, what did you? Where did you throw the ball from? Okay, f- well, they wouldn't allow me on the, on mound, the mound, so yeah. right in the grass in front of it. Yep. How but was I, the throw? Let me tell you something. Okay. Friend. Yes. I've been a ball player my entire life. Okay. So it went right down the middle. There you go. And I'm there left-handed. There you go. Were you, did you take anything off of it? Were you like, I better My make clothes sure. or the... No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you I did mean that. whatever That'd you have to do for too. donations. Right, yeah. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> it's about helping people. <laughs> yeah, we do what we got to do. I have a purpose. <laughs> she has a big crush on Adam Jones, too. Well, who does Who don't? Who don't? Who does And he's come and helped us every once in a while. Yeah, I've been to... Yeah. I've got a crush on Adam. I mean, he's one of the best humans that we saw come through this way. He's just a great guy. Put a bird on it. I mean, dude, that guy, that guy, we will sing his praises eternally in our community for all the wonderful things he did. Kelly, uh, it's a, it's amazing. It's amazing to hear your story. Um, I am, I'm so just blown away by what you're doing and how important it is. And we'll continue to support you guys Thank and you your so mission much. and your Honestly, cause. What a pleasure to meet you guys. It was, it was great to have you in here. A T-Bone, it was, it was, a, it was <laughs> you know, it was. my driver. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back at Christmas with coats and, and, and carry-on bags. Because we know how important that is. When somebody goes into a shelter with a paper bag or a plastic bag and they leave with a, a warm coat and a, and a bag to carry their stuff that's a big thing it's it's so uh, words can't exp- words really cannot explain and and you've been you've been there for us the entire time and that's always meant the world to me and of course, you know, we, your family is royalty in this area. You know how this goes. It, 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 it's down the road a little bit, too, but in September we'll do a golf tournament. Yes, we do well. do a golf tournament. Uh, we will, we will, we will Probably September 17th. Happily talk that up. Kelly, a true honor. Thank you for joining oh, us thank this morning. You. We've got to wrap up the show. we got, like, two more things we got to do. If you want to linger, you can. If you got to go. Yep. Tom is taking me to T-Bone, taking me to lunch. Hey, <laughs> I mean, that's where are you going? Where are you headed? I Wherever I tell right, him to all go. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we don't need that entourage showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you guys thank so you, much. Great you. meeting you. Incredible story. Kelly'sDream.org, again, is the website for you to find out more about Kelly's Dream. Let's get a tidbit. Tidbit of the day is brought to you today by Window Nation. I'm Glenn Clark for Window Nation. And there are so many things that I want to tell you about Window Nation. Right now, get 50% off all styles of windows, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. I think I need to say those things again. No money down, no payments, no interest for 24 months. And 50% off everything. That's absurd. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fits. Tidbit of the day. So we talked a little bit about Cedric Mullins and, well, the tear that he's on. In the last 67 games for Mullins, he has 14 doubles, three triples, eight homers. For those who don't really want to do math, that's 25 extra base hits, 23 RBI, 29 runs scored, and a 58 to 17 strikeout to walk ratio those good are, for a those are, three those are good numbers 11 yes. batting average 358 on base percentage and 494 slugging percentage oh by the way he's he's eight for 12 on stolen bases so suffice to say he's been uh pretty good so far in that span another person who's performed quite well of late is as glenn mentioned earlier john means who through six starts this year, has a 1.7 ERA, which is actually the lowest for an Orioles pitcher in the first six starts of a season since some guy named Jim Palmer. Now, but wait, he ever did. Yeah, that, that, that guy. Put up a 1.13 mark in 1977. 1.13. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what an insane number that is. 
Jim Palmer was okay. Perhaps more impressive than that, I don't know. I don't even know what's more impressive than that. Yeah, there's not many things. Is the fact that we know Jacob DeGrom's really good at throwing pitches. I think that's kind of Yes, he is well unbelievable. Known. 65 yeah. induced in-zone swing and misses. He leads all of baseball. Well, Means leads the American League with 60 in-zone swing and misses, mm. implying that the stuff mm. is certainly playing at the major league level. Cedric Mullins has 10 doubles on the year. Okay. He is one of six hitters mm. with 10 doubles currently. Just this season? Yes. Who are the other five? Uh, Mike Trout. No, he's not good at baseball. That's a, that guy sucks. Only eight. Um, how about uh, only because he had we, uh, J.D. J.D. Martinez. Ten. Which I wouldn't have guessed had we not had that conversation last week. Ten. Um, at least six doubles. Ten. You got any get uh, At least ten doubles. There are six players. Doubles, yeah. At least ten doubles. Um, I don't know. I legitimately have no idea. Uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez. No, but he has a teammate on the list. He has a teammate on the list. Uh, another uh, okay, is it um, uh, uh, Bregman? No. Is it Springer? No. Is it Brantley? It is. Okay. Ten for Michael Brantley. Perpetually hits that man. Yeah, he certainly does. Hurt, yeah, when he's when he's healthy, yeah. he's a heck of a hitter. There's no doubt about that. Um, okay. Uh, is there a Cub on the list? There is. Rizzo. No. Bryant. Ten for Bryant and his resurgence. 2021 Is campaign. there a Doyer on the list? There's not. None of them are good. Is there a... Uh, 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 how about a Twin? No. Is there a Brave on the list? There is. Uh, Acuna? No. He's Al- oh, right. Not good at yeah. Well, no, he's good. How about Albies? 10 for Ozzy Albies, Ooh, okay. despite a That's 229 a- average. Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's weird. Uh, do you want me to do you want me to wave or anything? Or? <laughs> okay, all right. And there's one remaining. There's he is a remaining. teammate of a player you've already named. Red Sox? Yes. Uh, Devers? No. Bogarts? It is indeed Xander Bogarts right. who right. has 10 himself. Right. So Very good company. Good. Yeah, it's quite good company. Mullins, who no also leads that. baseball in hits right now. I don't think I knew that. 38. Remarkable. Remarkable. Tidbit was also brought to you today by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now. Speaking of John Means, you can go get it. It's on the, it, in your stands at your neighborhood Royal Farms and the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. Read it all. Pressboxonline.com. Let's get uh, tubular for the evening. Totally tubular. Brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for a free analysis. Here's what's coming up tonight. Orioles continue their series with the Mariners out in Seattle. Another late night, 10 o'clock. Jorge Lopez and Justin Dunn, the pitching matchup. That's on Masson 2. Masson's got Braves Nationals at 7, ESPN Astros Yankees at 7. On ESPN Plus, the Patriot League Tournament, Navy Loyola at 5. I hear the play-by-play guy is quite handsome. 5 o'clock today on ESPN Plus. TNT for Nets Bucks at 7.30, Raptors Clippers at 10, NBCSN Penguins Flyers at 7, Leg 2 of the Champions League Semis today on CBS Sports Network at 3, Man City, Paris Saint-Germain, and the USA Network for WWE NXT tonight at 8. Some non-sports highlights? Chad, 10.30. I do like that TBS. show. I do enjoy Always it. enjoy that. Rosario Dawson's on Kimmel. I do enjoy Rosario Dawson. What is Andrew Garfield promoting? He's on Fallon. Uh, they're, they're, he's coming back. To, uh, didn't we see that they're doing a like thing where they're having all the spots? 
Spider-Man yeah, they together. They are doing that, but it hasn't officially been confirmed. Oh, it's just okay. like they're all, it's poorly kept secret. Uh, does it include Spider-Pig? Because I need more Spider-Pig sure. in my life. John Hamm as Spider-Pig is a ten and a half. Pete Davidson's on Seth Meyers. I I find him quite funny. Uh, stuff and things. Check it all out at glennclarkradio.com. All right, Tubular, also brought to you today by Great Eights Memorabilia. Private signings coming up, including John Harbaugh, as well as Jonathan Ogden and Anquan Bolden. But they also have two huge events, Baltimore Celeb Fest, May 15th, bringing together 50 professional wrestlers, including some of the biggest stars in the history of wrestling. And the Great Eight Stable includes some of the current stars in professional wrestling, like Brian Cage and Lance Archer. Get your tickets to meet them at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com with the number 8, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Also coming June 27th, the inaugural Tucker Fest at Jerry's Toyota, where you can meet Justin Tucker, plus live music throughout the day, uh, cornhole tournament, and so much more. Again, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com to find out more about it. Thanks today to a couple new Baltimore Ravens, Dalen Hayes from Notre Dame, as well as Brandon Stevens from SMU. Thanks to Adam Pohl, play-by-play voice of the Bay Sox, MILB opening day today. And, of course, to Kelly and Tom for stopping by the studio. We'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. And we follow that up with a big day tomorrow. Drew Forrester. Yeah! Patrick Stevens. Oh, man, we're knocking it out of the park Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Big stuff and things day tomorrow. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, K&S Automotive right here in Hamden for over 40 years. They're amazing. We love K&S. Again, it's knsimports.com for K&S Automotive, knsimports.com. C3 American Exteriors, Great Aids, the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks, Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Tuesday evening. Go, birds. Go. I guess I, I work for Loyola, so I'm supposed to say go Loyola, but Navy's local, too. It's a very awkward bit. Go, team. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.